0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to PodcastJuice.net. My name is Michael Dean, working like a job. We got a lot of movies to get into today. But before we jump into that, joining me today, Mr. Ant Sir, how are you? I'm
1: doing great. Ready to talk about a couple of good uh,
0: content I saw this week. All right. Also, Mr. Big Sexy in Sock.
2: How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, enjoying this uh, NFL playoff weekend.
0: Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, it is. I'm so out of the loop. All right. Well, uh, let this be the weekend that a lot of quality uh, black movies dropped. I didn't realize we're getting all of this stuff on the same weekend. I guess it's Martin Luther King weekend. Uh, the holiday would be on the, the Monday of, from where we record this. Uh, so, we got a couple of movies we want to get into. First, one of the movies, I'll tell you now, we're going to talk about uh, the movie American Skin. We're also going to talk about One Night in Miami. And also a little bit of uh, the movie uh, Outside the Wire. And then we will probably also get into some thoughts on the WandaVision series that just launched on netflix mcu content finally so we're going to get in a lot of things here um i'll start with the fellas the two hot ones for me though and i'll let you choose choose which one you want to go with first either american skin or one night in miami which should we jump into first
2: American are we skin i was able to finish it are we spoiling
0: not going to spoil the ending of this movie no
2: well, for me, <laughs> I have not seen American Skin yet, but in all honesty, I like hearing you and Ant talk about Louis because when you guys did the review for uh, Queen and Slim, put me right in the middle of the movie. I loved it. So, guys, let it rip.
0: All right. Um, let me set it up and I want to go to see what Ant Pooke th- thought about this. So, American Skin, this is the new movie directed and written by Nate Parker, uh, which you may remember he did uh, Birth of a Nation uh, a couple years ago. He also was in uh, The Great Debaters with Denzel Washington. Uh, what's this movie about? I'm going to read the synopsis. So it's a, a Marine veteran working as a school janitor tries to mend his relationship with his son after a divorce. When his son is killed by a police officer found innocent without standing trial, he takes matters into his own hands. There was a brilliant, in my opinion, trailer that dropped of this movie uh, last year, late last year, that when I saw the trailer, this became my most anticipated movie of 2021. Uh, So so that's all I'm going to say on that. You hear what the premise is about. Uh, If he didn't pick up on it already, the father is a black father and son. The police officer is white. Police officer kills the son. Obviously, this is in the synopsis. Officer is found innocent without going to trial. And in the trailer, you can see Nate Parker, the dad, a couple other people uh, attacking a police station, guns, Looks like they've kidnapped cops. Uh, So it's a very uh, movie of the moment. (laughs) Uh, So with that said, and and I'll say this again, we're not going to spoil the ending of this movie. Not going to do that. Ooh, Aunt Poo, what were your thoughts on this?
1: Uh, My thoughts was it was not the film the trailer made it out to be. But overall, I enjoyed the film. For me, looking at that trailer, I thought it was going to be somewhat action. I thought it was going to be uh, far more tense. And then it it uh, the overall tone of the film was one of informative, educational, taking a hard look at not only America, but the black community and what it's like to be uh, within uh, that America and as well as uh, showing you... In my opinion, how the police think. And the police, as we saw in the, the film, the police isn't one white face to it. There was some caping going on by the uh, respectability politics brother. There was some caping by the Latinos. We saw uh, that black and brown coalition, huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> they, they, it was. This was definitely. I feel so bad for this film, in my opinion, because this deserved a theatrical release. Q probably be
3: like, "Yeah,
1: shut up." Uh, The reason why I say that is because I would have loved to have seen a black audience watch this film, because you Mm -hmm. just know there were certain parts where. Because I was in the home, going, "Damn, that's right. Say that shit." That's (laughs) right. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I I think I might have set a record for the number of times I said shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And I would have loved to have been at the Playa Vista Cinemark where it was nothing but white people you know oh you know we need to see what the, uh, how they're thinking i've heard really great things about this johnny uh you know that nate parker you know i heard you know he had that rape thing <laughs> but i think he's coming back and i think this might wow. be the film i would have loved to have seen their reaction to this film so I, i'll just i'll just leave it right there it's definitely a must see if you're a black person absolutely a must see it's a very a uh, good film some really really great acting and uh kijani's cousin mm. <laughs> so he if if uh if alan arkin can get a best supporting action actor uh award for 30 minutes of work this brother deserved it just for that one scene it was that good when he said you lived your life old ass nigga." i was like yes <damn."> it's one of those films it's one of those talk at the, at the screen films
0: wow okay alright um, listen first of all I will say this movie uh, I needed to see this highly anticipated and for me I was not disappointed in the least going into this movie I questioned how far the movie would go I was like, okay, they're insinuating brothers with guns taking over police stations and, you know, looking like they're going to be drawn down on cops and busting shots and not taking no shit. But I was like, it's 2020, 2021. What are they really going to show? How is it going to end? And, And try to rationalize things. And I will say I was not disappointed this was a powerful movie, not to say the least. I think this movie was excellent. It's, it has an agenda. Uh, but it, in my opinion, it lays out what it's talking about using logic and just holding a mirror up. So even if you are in disagreement with what is going on. It appeals to your common moral sense. That if when everything was laid out, you would have to admit that you're biased or you're on some bullshit to not really just accept the truth. It's an uncomfortable movie for some white people, some black people, and anything in between, some of them are going to be highly uncomfortable watching this because, again, it addresses the pushback statements some would use and then confronts it with facts and rationale and it asking you to think. <laughs> and if you do that, you, it'd be, you're hard-pressed to argue your point because – you'd have to admit you're on some bullshit. And that's a hard, that's a hard thing to, to sort of come back against if you think you're supposed to be good people.
1: Are, are you talking about when that white officer, when they were uh, doing their trial, he said, what about black on black crime? I was like,
0: yes, that's, that's an example. And I posted that on my Facebook page, that little scene uh because that 's where the that 's to me where the movie becomes super dope because it 's really about it's this it's a it's a small room and it 's just the actors and they're getting into it and they 're saying shit that a lot of people would say on either side of the the viewpoint and again it's presenting it it 's not all about emotion there's highly emotions in this the whole reason they're doing it is emotional but the truth behind what they're doing and why they're doing it and the circumstances that have created this you can't deny and they break it down to the core and even gets to the point where the cop so frustrated he can't help but just admit to the real reasons why he did what he did and once it's laid out like that it's like okay there it is (laughs) Now you see, so, the, so we can't, you know, there's all of this profiling talk, or there's the you black people, the what about black on black crime, or what about slavery? All of that is laid out in this. And I think all sides, you know, I love the, the guys who they have as the quote unquote white cop or the Hispanic cop do, they play those roles to the T. They're not over the top racist. Or they sound like a lot of regular people in America. Some of them Mm -hmm. sound like the allies. But when confronted with how unfair the conversation is starting, there's a point where they're picking juries. And how are you going to pick criminals to be the juries against us. <laughs> and he's, and he, he just said, Hey, welcome to my world, motherfucker. Yeah, he, he was like, and That's I, not a jury of my peers. So was like <laughs> and, 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 and it was it was it was a movie of same energy. It was a lot of, oh, how can you do? But that's how y'all do it So it should be cool, okay, right? Well, ah, fuck. It was, you know, it was those type of situations. God damn it. Well, I guess that is the truth. But But then what about... Ah, shit. (laughs) So I'm saying, and I think Q is here as well. So off the top, this movie, in my opinion, one of the best movies I've seen in a while. Very powerful movie. I appreciate that this movie is uncompromising. And I hope that this movie sparks filmmakers, particularly of color, to make more movies like this. There's a reason why this movie is not going to come out in a theater. There's a reason why there's no promotion on this movie because this movie is kicking real shit. And your allies and just normal people, it's too uncomfortable. And since they are the dominant society and audience of film, they don't want to see this because it's not just... Black Lives Matter. Yeah. No, this is the other side of that conversation. Oh, you want to march? Well, we're going to march and talk at the same time so we can work up They don't want to do that. And they certainly don't want to watch a movie from the other person's point of view of what's going on. So there's a reason why this movie ain't going to be shown mainstream. It's not because it's not good. This movie, in my opinion, is just as good, if not better, than all these other uh, drama super acting type movies. This had dope acting. It had classic scenes. The scene that Ampu talked about where the young man was going in on the police chief and the police officers that was at his auntie's house, that was that's a classic scene. If this had been in the movie theaters, people would have been erupting watching that. And like the old hood movies in the past were... Lines would become classic and people will quote them. They quote the hell out of this. That's classic. I don't even know the name of that young actor. I ain't never seen him or nothing. Killed that. it It gave you the young person's attitude and opinion on this situation. And what you don't normally get to see is that young person getting at the cops to their face. But you saw that here. You saw the mother in pain. You saw the police. They showed there was. So, he, again, I'm not telling you nothing that's in, in, the, in the trailer. The police didn't go to trial on it. There was no charges. Right. So the riots break out in the city. Right. The police go to the black mother's house appealing for her to say something so that people could stop the rioting. And the young her uncle or well, I don't know if he's a young niece or his cousin, cousin wife, or whatever, she- young brother, he wasn't having none of that. He had his f- camera out. He was live streaming and he was getting at the cops heavy. And the cops is not helping son. Motherfucker, I ain't your goddamn, you know, he was spitting at him. And he had a streamed and the, the, just stop, just, just stop. No son is not, no, just get the fuck out. I mean, it was it was some energy. I don't think this movie should have played in the theaters, personally.
1: <laughs> yeah. what, what was interesting about that scene, it was twofold. It was, one, uh, it pissed me off first off because they had a black face going in there saying, yeah, we know you lost your son and you're not going to get justice, but what about these riots? So that, that one pissed me off. And then the other thing was when he was getting loud. Now, Hit from the outside looking in, here's this, this man. He he lost his cousin, and he feels insulted that they're coming out here. Hey, we need you to help squ- squash this. Give us a a piece, and he's just angry. And I guess he said something. He he didn't make a move towards the police chief. He he just was loud. And all of a sudden, you see the other cops, his backups, put start putting their hand on their gun, like, okay, we gonna have a problem. Right. And I just was like, wow. But they're showing you exactly how it probably would go down.
2: Yeah, the only they, thing that would
1: make that scene more real is if that was, if the, if the uh, black police chief was uh, a bishop from a church hilarious. or a
0: lawyer. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, it was a, it was a cold scene. Uh, so, uh, let me just t- 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 before we talk about it, t- just to say this. So, I thought the movie was fabulous. Uh, I give, out of five Marlins, I give it four and a half. Like, I just think it was on point. There was maybe one scene that I thought was a little corny. And, and, and you know, it's the scene when they're uh, debating between the jurors and then the young boy that's the filmmaker when he did his whole little you know, let me get my scene to shine, go off. I thought that was a little corny. And and not because I didn't agree with what he was saying. I don't know. Him as an actor, it just wasn't. His chops wasn't all the way there to me on it because we've seen so much powerful stuff. But that was a nitpick. But other than that, I thought all the characters were dope. The way that they tell this story where you start with the footage, body cam, I guess, footage, and then they sort of, jump around in time a little bit and sort of explain it as it goes. I loved it. Uh, The way that Nate Parker's father's character is portrayed. I thought that was tight. The sacrifices that he did to try and uh, mend with his son and get his son in better position in life, the realness of the divorce. And how did that, how does that affect your son? There's an ill classic scene of the son was doing a zoom call or something with his buddy They're talking about rights and the dad came in the room and you know the young son no dad see we have the right to object to the the, the police and he said yeah true but let me give you the reality and uh, let me turn this off no keep your young brother on the screen because he need to hear this shit too and I thought that was a powerful it wasn't like super preachy it was just these are facts you know yeah you have the right to do all the whoopty whoop and you're right and I'm a military man but But let me tell you, they're going to blow your head off. But that, you taught me to be proud. I know. But let me tell you the reality. Them them laws is written. They wouldn't it wasn't for you. (laughs) Even though, yeah, they're going to teach you your is equal rights. But listen, let me give you common sense. So he was hitting them with that. And the moment when you see what's about to go down, because you know it was coming, I was, it, I, was conflict, I was conflicted watching it, because on one hand, I'm like, I want this to be an action. Kill the bad guys. I want them to be the punisher. And the punisher and all them cats, they don't do the talking and busting guns. So on one hand, you know, an innocent child was just taken you want to see justice damn all that talking and kumbaya fuck that so part of me want to teach a see, lesson. yeah part of me want to see a pop off off but I was like I know they can't necessarily do that one because the movie still got a lot of movie to go two the reality is ain't no way in hell they going to have a movie play like that but the movie does sort of play that way and I'm saying I hope this inspires other filmmakers to be even more uncompromising in the storytelling because it is still storytelling even though our reality has taught us that we personally should never be able to have stories like this because we're so scared and we've been beaten down but I love that he took he actually goes there it's a push in the right direction, in my opinion. It's a, it's a different type of storytelling that we have never really got to see on a movie, and I'm glad that they. I don't know if he funded this himself. There's no big company behind it. It's not in the theaters. That's okay. This shit is this is still a must watch. It's a heavy movie. Great. So I hope more other filmmakers go down this path and and do go all out. And yeah, they they wasn't. The traditional hero, they're a hero to the people watching. <laughs> to a certain segment of the people, that is a hero. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, you know, saying all that, man, uh, this movie hit me hard, man. I, I started watching again this morning. I was like, hey, let me, let me peep out. Some of these scenes are super heavy, man. There's a lot, and there's a lot going on, too. And I, I, as I was even looking at Nate Parker's character, actually, I think he's being very iconic, even the way he dressed him in this thing. He was actually was, was pulling from some visual cues that certain people pick up, because I can see he was, he was calling some Marvin Gaye visually. Mm, yeah, yeah. And what he's talking about, but also pulling the military, black Nash He had the, the Malcolm.
2: Parts yep, in it.
0: Yep. It was a lot of little layers in this okay. thing, even in some of the other characters and how they were acting. I was like, okay, this movie's go deep. There.
1: Go ahead. I'm going there on two things. When I was done with this film, my first thought was, I want this brother to get an MCU or DC film because I think he could kill it. And then my second one was, there's your, there's your recast of Black Panther right there. Give him Chala.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's a, obviously he's, he's super talented. Uh, I, again, but you, but and, Disney would never do that. And, and that's okay. And, but see, that's one thing. To me, a movie like this shows that we don't need this shit. Because this movie is just as powerful well, way more powerful than the end game. It was just as way more riveting. This was the end game. The, and it's a, I thought it was a signal to say, listen, this shit came out independent. We're the only one talking about it. But this is a cold ass movie. (laughs) Like, I want to see more like this. I want I want to see the next filmmaker, though. He's ready to pull the trigger in the story. Just like all these other movies, when you have casino and they let the movies let them be what they may. These are bad guys. But this is an innocent man. He becomes a criminal. And, and I said, every one of these brothers has decided to do what they're doing. They're they ready. To, I was like, you don't ever see this on TV. These are you know? regular men. They're ready to give their life for something. They don't. You don't never see no movie with some black men <laughs> who's basically ready to die.
1: I mean, there was that old brother. Um, he played on a soul food. <laughs> He's been in a lot
0: of movies. I love that they had it in this.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know. He he joined up. He wanted ah uh, um, oh man, I can't forget it. I cannot think of his name. Uh he wanted him to get justice for his son, and um in in the movie something happened to him, and he's like, "Nah, this is too important." They were like, hey, um, we, I, I think you need to leave. leave, while you can." And they were like, "No, this is more important than me." And that was just some realness right there.
0: Yeah, he said, so, "You gave me life. Yeah. I'm I I've been sleeping all these, you know. Now you've I'm, I'm able to live now." We going to the end through the. I was like, man, Ah, man. I was like, there's no way out of this, really. I was like, there's no way. You're not gonna take over the police state. Even like, and I was sitting here. I'm like, okay. And certain things he's doing with the fam, the the film crew and stuff. I was like, that's wild. Like they don't get a choice. But I'm like, no one. You're not gonna walk away from this, and I'm gonna take all the heat, y'all. No, this. This is not, this is, I'm not gonna spoil the ending, but I was just like, yeah, this is crazy. And just even the the, the people who decide that they want to go along and be the jury, I was like, that's deep. Like they're they chopping it up. They was chopping it up. Yeah.
1: Uh what's interesting, uh at the at the end, in end. end where they were showing those newscasters talking mm. about his character, and I was just like, "Wow!" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty how authentic." Yeah. But uh, what was even more messed up is that they talked this. We just watched this heavy thing. We saw how they spun it to to to, to really demonize his character, and it was like, and now on the sports, and I was like, "Whoa, yep, yeah." Well, that's mm. how it is.
0: They show, it was another black superstar player, or something joining the league or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Know, like this, is funny.
1: this The the sim- they, they, it was very <laughs> deliberate. It's like, yeah, he's like, we got some of these bad Negroes, but here's a good one that you can. Uh,
0: he's a credit to his race. Yeah, it's a good. I, I'm telling you right now, go watch this movie. I rented it. I, it was six ninety nine. I rent the movie i'm gonna go ahead and buy it it's only 13 dollars. classic yeah, to me I, it's classic
1: I, I paid for it as well i uh i went to amazon thinking like, oh this is what a, i thought this was an amazon film it wasn't free and then i was like okay should i go to Cineflex or should i just pay the 6.99 i was like damn it let me just be on code and pay this
0: <laughs> yeah man I can't say enough I really, in- I really enjoyed it it's, a, it's one of those movies you're going to want to talk about I'll say that if nothing not- and I say everybody should watch it it's not just some black movie it's a very timely movie just even looking at what the capital popped off and I'm like oh yeah yeah, it- <laughs> yeah see the contrast
1: of how that went down yes yes very timely
0: yeah man this, uh, to, so Nate Parker salute man I, I hope this movie does what it needs to do but I hope this movie is a spark for more Age. uncompromising black films to push the limit it's not overly violent there's hardly there's only a few violent acts in this there's no nudity there's no gangster shit but this is the most gangster movie ever because it deals with the realities this is not glamorizing shit. We ain't in there bucking our eyes, They, they want real gang. That's why I said these are the real right. Like this is what they. You want to know why they scared for us to get arms or to to start thinking? Because they don't want you to do with this movie. That's the this a nightmare. They, you know, because they're not thugs. <laughs> they're not the criminal are, yeah. people. Irregular people that's realizing this thing can't go on no more. And you're not going to kill our kids. And they were trained by... They trained by y'all.
1: What was also interesting that I like that they showed was even though the police and most of the non-police, they were put in that situation, they didn't break. They stayed on cold. They They stayed on the blue shield. They they didn't give a damn about a gun being in their face. They were like, um, they felt, I think they felt like maybe only one person was going to die up in there and they didn't do no begging. They didn't do no, well, you know, no niggas playing They didn't try to, okay, you, you the man. They were like, nah,
0: it was a good shoot. That's essentially what they were saying. Pretty much. Get out your feelings. And they go into, you, you mentioned the black and brown thing. I wish that's the only thing I wanted. I wanted to see the subtitles from when that Mexican gangster oh, dude yeah. was getting at him. Cause he was, he must've been saying some shit. Yeah. And he, oh, I turned man. the subtitles on. They just said Spanish, speaking Spanish. Oh, really? I yeah, was right. like,
1: "Mother, okay, what did he say?
0: Yeah, he was getting at him though. Know, they was going, they was going in their own world squabbing, you know, on some black, some brown versus brown. What about brown internal? They was getting, even that one chick, I thought she was black. The sure. police officer? yeah and she's like no i'm latina like, and i'm like they too and i'm like i assume that the one dude i think he was from sons of anarchy i think he's like hispanic yeah he was so i was like you seeing a different dynamic now you're seeing the hispanics they two of them were cops and then she started getting infected by what was going on and she's barking back on some women's rights shit." And I was like, oh man, <laughs> then the Mexican, the, the Ch- Chana, or you know, you know, the homie trollo dude, he started spitting I was like, Oh, sh! let's get our popcorn. And so yeah, this was this was a good movie, man. He wrote this. He's a, he's ill, man. Nate Parker's ill, man. He he's he's cold. But anyway, yeah, American Son, headbuster, classic. Go, go watch it. Uh Q, are you there, sir?
4: I'm here. I'm in a oh, okay. hotel, so I don't know how I sound. I'm using my own hotspot. How does it sound? You,
0: sound? you sound all right, brother. Welcome. Get your energy up. You okay? It was a rough day, man. Oh, we are. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, well, the next movie we're going to talk about is One Night. Well, let me say, uh, Q, did you see American Skin?
4: Man, I've been on the road for the last two days. Oh, okay. Well, I do night.
0: All right. No, the next movie. Oh, go ahead.
4: I said I haven't seen anything.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Uh, the next movie is One Night in Miami. Uh, direct, directed by Regina King. I believe this is her directorial debut. So let me just, let me set this up real quick. We just saw American Skin. That came out this weekend. We also are seeing One Night in Miami. That dropped this weekend. This is an Amazon. Uh, they put this out. I believe they did a, 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 a. there was supposed to have been a short theatrical run toward the end of last year. I assume all the theaters were closed, so that probably didn't really happen. But here it is debuting. And I'm going to set this one up. So the, the movie is One Night in Mi- Miami is a fictional account of one incredible night where icons Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown gathered discussing their roles in the civil rights movement and cultural upheaval of the 60s. We'll go to Big Sexy and Sack first. Sir, what did you think of One Night in Miami?
2: You know, I enjoyed it immensely. I think Regina King did a magnificent Job in her directorial debut. I think all of the performances, especially uh, the cat who played Sa- uh, Sam Cook, magnificent. I like how they had my guy from The Wire end as one of the fruit of Islam bodyguards. Yes, yeah, you know, a little understated. <clears throat> uh, they had oh, what is my man's name? I'm just going to go by character. Who played christopher maltasanti from sopranos he played angelo dundee historically they got a lot of it right you know they really researched and did this i believe the guy who did the screenplay also wrote this as an actual play because looking at it you can mm-hmm. see how it was set up as a staged performance and it was magnificent and initially are we spoiling uh, yeah, I guess you can go ahead. Initially, in the first scene, Jim Brown, or the mm-hmm. guy who plays Jim Brown, goes into Georgia Real quick, and was see. Was that
0: Ren? MC? I, I just call him by the the names I know. <laughs> was that the guy who played MC Ren? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that was him. man Ren? Okay. Okay. Yeah, him? Yeah, he, he. yeah. And I, I'm sorry, I just got to okay. s- salute to that brother man. He needs to be. He's the shit. That's, uh, go ahead man <laughs>
2: <laughs> he goes to uh, I, I guess an old family friend or an old person he looked up to this big sprawling house in Georgia knocks on the door ladies all can I help you? he's like, yeah I'm here to see so and so oh you're Jim Brown ah! which you know it was expected the older cat comes out uh, played by Bo Bridges Oh, Jim, it's good to see you. Let's talk. You know, I would be proud to tell people that where we are in Georgia is the home of Jim Brown and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, okay, um, that's not too bad. And then the monkey wrench boomerang comes out. The daughter comes back out and says, Gramps, will you help me move this bureau? He's all, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Jim Brown stands up as well. He said, well, if you're moving furniture, because this is an older dude. He said, if you're moving furniture, let me help you. And here it comes. No, I didn't see it coming. Mike, did you see this coming?
0: I could tell something was going was going to pop, but I didn't see it like, nah, but I didn't, so I didn't, Not I didn't like say this. no. Not
2: like that. The guy turns to Jim and says, "Now well, you know, we can't have no niggas in this house. Whoa. And <laughs> said it like it was
0: just like like it was nothing. Nothing. It was no no offense. It was just oh come on, Jim, you know we don't have niggas in the house.
1: <laughs> <sighs>
0: I had to rewind, I was like, wait a
1: minute, what just happened here? What did I miss, Did he insult him? And I was just like, no, he just was like he yeah, kept it above. you cool outside I'm, and you run that ball nice, but not in this
2: house. <laughs> and my first thought was well Jim was gonna break this guy in half. Nope. Mm-mm. They just went on with the movie and they had all four of the guys meet. After the first Ali Liston fight, now I'm embarrassed to say, as a sports fan, I was not aware there were two Liston fights. I'm only aware of the one fight where Liston went down by the phantom punch. Yeah. I did not know Liston pulled a, you know Roberto Duran on him in the first fight and quit. I had no idea. But all four performances and things were talked about you know they asked jim why don't you join the muslims he's i like my mama's pork too much fair <laughs> enough and they talked about sam and his music and then sam's like hold on man i own my masters you know i own this and i have my own business so you need to fall back you know and they talked about malcolm's struggles within the muslim community with uh elijah muhammad talked yeah, about jim's no. acting career It was great.
1: I'm sorry, real quick, when uh, he kept mentioning Louis X, I was like, oh, okay. So people gonna be in their feelings looking at this movie.
2: Yep. This was a great movie. And again, Regina did the damn thing. The only nitpick, and this is a small nitpick, is a few of the things in the dialogue weren't of that time. Hmm. And that's just probably my own hang-up. But there are a few st- phrases that were used that they weren't using in 60, in 64. I know this. But other than that, this movie was great. Alright.
1: Uh, Poole. Yeah, I haven't finished it. Um, had a, there's only so much time you got in a day. But um, from what I've seen in the first 40 minutes of the film, it's really well done um all the actors are killing their roles they even got some people saying that uh the, the guy playing muhammad ali puts will smith to shame i'm liking the the period i'm loving uh some of the oh movies. he
2: destroys will <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm never even seen, close <laughs> i've never seen ali i, I, I for me don't disrespect the will him playing that role i was just like i'm just not buying it i just i just can't get into that but anyway um all of, all of the characters are doing well are are, are doing their performances well and I'm seeing some real insight seeing Malcolm X call betty have having these conversations with the kids uh learning that scene with Jim Brown and just being humbled by all that so I can't wait to see how this ends and I think it's uh really good so far
0: yeah um i i watched the whole thing um excellent movie uh the fact that this movie and American Skin drop at the same time and, and to me are done... The, the acting on these movies is phenomenal. Particularly this movie. The guy who plays Malcolm X and I'm like... Eh, at first I was like... Eh, we have Denzel and then we had the brother... What's that show with Forrest Whitaker? Uh, oh, Godfather Harlem. Yeah, that brother who plays Malcolm and that yes. is so dope. <laughs> But this yeah. dude, he did his version. I he got me, man. I was all in like I was like that's that's Malcolm like he, he was going in. There's this movie is dope because of the scenes. Like the characters, they let them rock. Like it takes what you sort of know of these characters and lets them do their thing. So of course, you know Malcolm was going to be super militant going in. It's, he's an interesting character to me because he's so intelligent but he's also can be so calm but then at times he's so under pressure you see the pressure that he's on like he was under pressure that a gangbanger or somebody was under you know what I mean like he was the knowledge but his shit they was coming to kill him so I just like that was just so crazy to see like he's, he was hella paranoid and he was like watching and you see the white folks way over there. Oh, them niggas looking at me? And then they you know, you saw that he was going through the the real some real shit. But he was the one that was the not, you know, he was supposed to be like the preacher. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in the sense, but he was going in and he was going in on Sam Cook. Basically was questioning Sam, like but he was basically saying Sam Cook was was uh bug dance, you know. Bucking the eyes, your, your music ain't doing shit for the people. Sam, you know, he was bagging on him like that. And then there was a dope scene where he played a Bob Dylan record. And like, how the white boy dropping jewels more than you, Sam? It don't make no sense. You're just talking lovey-dovey. You're not dropping no knowledge. He, that was the, I was like, this is interesting. But Sam was like showing him, no, I am dropping game it's just a different what, what you it's not what you think and he was getting at Malcolm because at first I was like man they gonna they, they clowning Sam they they let Malcolm go in on him but then Sam Cook flipped it on him and was oh psh, I ain't no bitch barking on Malcolm <laughs> I thought that was dope Muhammad Ali I thought it was a very interesting look at him because he's very young in this. He's like twenty. I'm like, man, this nigga is so boastful and talk. But he was a kid. But he was at the top. I mean, he. You know what I mean? His greatness. So he could talk like that, but he was a young boy, amongst these grown ass men. Jim Brown's character. I didn't know a lot about him, but I gotta say the brother who played him, man, he. Presented Jim Brown, as, I thought he was like Captain America or some shit. Like he was just on had that p- presence about him. Like you, nobody was really gonna fuck with him. And and he w- there was a part when the NOI dude was kind of bucking up, and just, Jim was like, "Bruh, you got straighten it out, shit, man. Tight, <laughs> tighten it up, bro. Because I'll eat the shit not over here." And it was a cool way he did it. He wasn't like talking all crap. It was just, it was a very strong man sort of vibe to it. It was like, nah, not here. I bet you won't be coming here. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that one dude, he bucked down. You know, I was like, ah, oh, man, this a cold. This movie is ill, the way they are showing dudes. I just thought it was fabulous, man. It was very interesting. The fact that that was back then and a lot of the same shit we see today and I'm like, these is icons. Each one of these dudes is the illest at what they do. I don't know if they ever really met in real life, but I think that that was a brilliant movie or play or story to take these iconic dudes from that particular time. And what would it sound like if they was chopping it up? I, I that was Brent. So I, I love this movie. I was saying after I watched this, I said, you know what? I hope somebody years later from now, whatever, do a movie like this. And it's Prince and Michael, maybe like Prince Michael and Whitney or something. They, what if they had all met in a room and was just chopping it up about the 80s and where they were as a people and, and their careers and what they thought about each other? I think it'd be a fascinating just as fascinating as this was, I think that'd be a
2: fascinating Prince thing. Michael Madonna Springsteen, 80s. That would be dope. That would be dope. But yeah, this
0: was, I, I, I love this movie. I, Regina King, if this is the level of what she's doing, <sighs> they better, they better get ready. She's, and I guess because she's such a great actor, she could probably pull these types of performances and things, but yeah, I thought this was fantastic uh, scale of Marlon. I had to give this one four and a half, four and a half Marlins, man. Like the actors was on point. The, the, the dialogue was on point. This is, it takes place in a hotel room for the most part. Yep. And I never felt like, how come we're never going outside? Or we, I was like riveted. Like, oh, I can't wait for him to, okay, where's the scene with Jim? And so, like, oh, okay, he's about to get it. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, these 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 actors, they I hope their agents is ready. They these are the next cats to blow, man. I these hope Regina guns, does
2: more films as a director. I really do. She was yeah. great.
0: Sam Cook dude. I, I want to see a Sam Cook movie now.
2: Yeah, yeah, so do I.
0: I was like, man, okay. And like you said, going back to, to that Jim Brown scene at the beginning, each one of them sort of has their the scene that sort of sets them up before they meet. And that Jim Brown scene, I just thought that that was, I was like, that's your allies. (laughs) That's your allies. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's talking to the old white dude. I mean, they chopping it of how's your family oh my mo- grandmother would love to hear you say something like that just you know Jim we, we love you out here I'm proud to let everyone know I, I'm from Georgia the home then what you did and, and he may get him some lemonade and you're welcome here anytime I'm done, and you need anything let me know I mean he was like oh okay he's one of the I was like he was always okay he's one of the good ones Daddy, grandpappy? Yes, and I may. Uh, can you help me move the couch? And he's an old man, so how he gonna move the couch? I'll be right there. Yes, sir, if you need, I can come in and help now. You don't need to be doing that. Oh, well, that's all right there. You know we don't let niggas in the house. Now, I'll be right back. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> if you watch that and you're like... I was like, the nigga wake up call. He wasn't... he. Th- th- the older dude wasn't in his feelings. He wasn't talking down. He didn't have a tone to his voice. It was like this was no, yeah. I mean, yeah. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, <You're> nigga. <laughs> Nothing bad about that. I mean, but, but we're better than you. Why would you? Why would I let you come into my house? <laughs> I mean, it was just that matter of fact. Like, yeah, what well, my I support you. You're the greatest. It but it was a until this. Like I you know, it was like I support you. And that's why I, that's what I thought maybe that girl was gonna try to holler at Jim or something. But now I'm like, it would have been in no way in here, like, uh, yeah, but you ain't gonna I mean it's like you're not gonna date my daughter or but he was like, You're not gonna step a foot past this threshold of this front door, are you crazy? <laughs> Let niggers in here. I thought that scene was hilarious. I was like, Jim was like, Well, goddamn. I thought I was at a seat at the table. (laughs) (laughs) And and again, I was like, This is today. I was like, They'll tell you, yeah, Black Lives Matter and equal rights. And and we, but, well, you think that we could get some justice and reparations from them yet? (laughs) No! (laughs) Are you serious? Of course we ain't gonna give you. Get over it. What are you talking about? Man? I'm on your side, but I ain't giving you a goddamn money. <laughs> Fuck out of here. That's To me, it was the same. I just thought it was funny because that man illustrates, and, and I voted for these people, so it is what it is. But he illustrated Kamala Harris to me, but, but Kamala is black. But it just shows you how it, where it comes from. Like, dude is on your side. But he'll tell you straight to your face, only to a certain limit, I'm on your side, not to any sort of, any sort of thing you know, tangible or like, I'm not going to allow you to come into my family. like, eh. So I, I thought that was very telling. And I was like, it's the same shit today. It's just, we do that. We've adopted his mindset. And because he is so great about it and he's a good guy, of course we don't deserve to be in the house. Why, why would you come in here? So, Yeah, I, I thought them, that was a cold scene because he wasn't scene, hateful about it.
2: No, no, no. That scene reminds me of when I read Reggie Jackson's biography. He talked about being recruited to play college, you know, to play college ball. He ended up going to Arizona State. <clears throat> At one point, someone introduced him to Alabama's head coach, Bear Bryant. And Bear Bryant said to Reggie, and again, it's the same time, He's all, you know, if we had niggas on our team, he's the kind we want to have. Wow.
0: <laughs> wow. Here's wow. to think about you. You
2: know, and this shit like that to this day, I will never see Alabama ever. I will never see Mississippi ever. I could be completely wrong in my stance, but I don't give a damn. I'm not going. Mm.
0: Last thing I'll say is the the other scene that that really stuck with me uh, was just the scene when uh, they firebomb Malcolm's house. Mm -hmm. And just the fact that the little kids coming out, it's the middle of the night, Malcolm and his wife coming outside, they had to run across the street. Malcolm just had a robe on and he had his shotgun or something. And I'm like, could you imagine what that... I couldn't imagine that. Like, they had to drag my kids out of the middle of the house. Our house is burning down, and I have a gun, and I don't know what's going on. Like, it's, he was ready to pop. You know what I'm saying? Like, they out there by themselves. And I'm like, their house is burning. Can't go back in there. And he didn't have no shirt. I was like, damn, I can't. And I was like, he was the preacher type nigga. He wasn't even a gangster. But... He was the most had to be because he had to survive like that. I was just like that shit is crazy. The 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 dude that's only kicking truth was the threat, <laughs> not the criminal, but the but just because he was kicking facts that made people uncomfortable, it really get him the fuck out of there. And then and I was like contrasting him versus Muhammad the show where Mohammed went, that was, I was, like, man, and you see the rest of them, like, they were on some superstar shit, Malcolm was broke, like, when, just the whole fact that they thought they was going to have a big party, and they went into that small little hotel room, and Sam Cooke was like, where the bitches?" <laughs> I was like, where, <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I was like that's the respect they have for Malcolm but I was like he wasn't balling or he was the Yoda of the camp he was just the Yoda that was you know would get at you but he was Yoda I was like damn he was the threat but anyway fascinating movie you must watch it. must watch Uh, real quick did anybody watch Outside the Wire nope just heard about it uh, from (laughs) you so for me, when you turn on Netflix, that's the thing that pops up first. It's the Anthony Mackie uh, action movie. Uh, but for me, the real star of it, I, I call him Franklin. Anybody who watches Snowfall, uh, he stars in this thing. Is Desmond Idris is his name. Phenomenal young actor. Uh, so this is Desmond and Anthony Mackie's movie. Uh, I thought this was a dope, first of all, it was a dope action movie. But it made you think a little bit because it's showing you in the future when uh, the U.S. military has robots, essentially, robot uh, soldiers along with the regular soldiers. They had those daddy dogs running around. Uh, so they, and, and we had America, you know, once again, got uh, soldiers in other countries getting it popping, peacekeepers and shit. And so you saw... You saw that kind of dynamic, but you saw with robotics in the game and in the military against insurgents and rebels. And then you had this young brother, the young black dude of it, he was a drone pilot, never got any, he never had boots on the ground putting in work. All his training and all his service was sitting in some bunker in Nevada with the joysticks, you know, commanding the drones, bombing people and shit. And something happens where he kind of gets kicked out of that. And they send him to, you know, send, instead of getting court martialed, they end up sending him this, to go work under Anthony Mackey. And the one uh, soldier dude, white soldier dude, told him something. He said, Son, you, you just killed Marines. But he was like, the government values you're training more than they value the life of those people you killed. So that's the only, only reason why you get to stay in this and why we're sending you here because otherwise you'd be dead. I was like, damn. And when, they, and when you get to Anthony Mackey, and when he reveals what he is, which you can see in the trailer, he is hes a, ro- he's a highly advanced AI, essentially. But he looks like a black man. And he's a badass... Type robot motherfucker, and he, when he explains why he looks like that, I thought, I thought that was very interesting. <laughs> like, why do you think they made me look like this? And I'm and you're looking at I'm like, he's talking like he's human, but he's not. And it is a very interesting movie. It takes a while for the real action to get popping, but when the action does pop off, he's on his John Wick super Terminator. I mean, it was dope, man. I. I, I the dope ass action movie with a little bit a game into it starring some brothers special effect heavy all tight. I was just watching this I was like and then these are the, you know these are good actors Anthony Mackey's doing his thing but the young brother he's actually a dope actor like he could be on the next type dude to me he's that guy And they were doing their thing, man. I'm like, this is where we've come so far when we can drop three movies with black leads across the gamut. Sci-fi action, tense dramas. I was like, man, we've come a long way, man. And I'm watching all of these bitches in the same night. So Outside the Wire, I don't put it as high as those other ones, but in terms of it being a dope action movie, I do give it high water. Watermark. Scale of five. I would actually say. I give it three and a half. Maybe four Marlins. This is, it's a cold movie. And I I mean. There's a lot of people getting their head blown the fuck off. And once Anthony Mackie's character get popping. <sighs> ruthless. Man. He was that dude. So. I would. Uh, I salute Netflix outside the wire. I was, that was good. That wasn't good stuff. Um, check it out. Did anybody else? So I don't know. Did you uh, see the trailer or hear about this one, Big Sexy?
2: I saw the trailer this morning, actually, because when I saw that you were watching, I'm like, what's that? I had to track it down, and like you said, it's right at the top of the Netflix banner, and I see Anthony Mackie. I'm like, is that the guy from uh, Snowfall? Cool but i don't know what it's about until until just now but it's something i plan to definitely watch cuz i like Anthony Mackie and i like the guy from snowfall so i'm you know i'm going to be checking it out anyway yeah it's a cool that's i said cool action movie you know
0: sci-fi action with military yeah. okay ai and all that
2: kind of shit But was good But a the recommending tip especially on netflix lupin check mm. out lupin been hearing about this
0: all right all right um okay changing to Can tv I- change to tv here wait Jimmy, you got something to say man go ahead q
4: yeah i haven't heard i haven't seen any of these films you guys are talking about but are these all on netflix
0: uh, Lupin no. is... Well, Lupin is, yes. And Outside the Wire is One Night in Miami's Amazon. And American Skin, you can watch on any platform. You just have to pay for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was watching uh
4: I, tu- I turned the speaker down because you all were spoiling. And I saw the trailer for American Skin. I'm not going to take a lot of time since you already talked about it. Um, but that's... I saw the scene with the police stop. And uh, Nick Parker is a phenomenal actor because he had my heart and my my heart was in my throat when, um, during that, just in the trailer during that scene. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I will, I, I, saw a review. I mean, I didn't saw like the byline or the, the headline of a review when I was going through Google and it said, uh, something about American skin. It is a great, something like it was a good drama, but it plays like a parody. And so I, I'm not sure what they were talking about, but when I was watching the trailer. <clears throat> it, looks, it looks like what happens is uh, Nate Parker's son gets, I'm not i am spoiling anything, I'm just saying what I saw in the trailer. Nate Parker's son gets shot. I don't know if he's killed. I assume he was killed. Um, and somehow Nate Parker gets on his Rambo and uh, takes over the police precinct and does, I guess, mock trials or something like that. Yep. And it's interesting. I could I could see. I mean, we know that probably wouldn't happen in real life. So I see why someone would say it's a parody. something plays like a parody. But uh, the thing is, is that just from that trailer, Nate Barker he, he's like, I got some shit to prove. <laughs> I, just in the scene, he was on his Denzel man. he, he just he says something like, "Are you scared?" I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and he puts the the muzzle of the gun on the table. I'm like, "Okay, I got to check this shit out." And then but what was really what was really telling, or uh, that's not the right word, but made me feel really compelled to watch it is because we see in real life people are young, black youth with cell phones in the hand, you really can't tell it's a cell phone, right? So is it is it a good shoot or a clean shoot or not? In this case, they make it clear that the cop, at least from the trailer I saw, the cop saw that it was a cell phone and the kid was holding it up while they got out the car. Now, I don't know what happens because it's a the trailer. They cut it up. That the kid gets shot. And I'm like, okay, that cop saw that it was a cell phone. So I want to see what the excuse is that he shot the kid. So I'm already bought in to see that movie.
0: And, and I'm not going to spoil it, but you already know what the excuse is. But the thing is, what they're going to say, the excuse is, and how do you get to the truth of it? That I, I, you, you need to watch it. You definitely need to watch this movie. And I'm going to tell, tell y'all right now, I'm looking at the Rotten Tomatoes score on this. It's at 33%. <clears throat> I bet you, go look and see who these people are that's reviewing this movie. I bet you, for most parts, these are not, "Quote unquote black people, people of color, they uncomfortable watching this because this well, movie would be high rated. None, ain't no parodies on this movie. I can see why. I can see why they would say something like that because they probably see themselves in some of the shit that these characters are saying.
4: I mean, it, to me." <laughs> If, if they call it a parody, based on the trailer, I can see why they'd say that. I'm not saying I'd agree with it. I, I would agree with it. Um, But it plays like uh, a John Q. Remember that movie?
0: I do. With Daniel that. and
4: mm-hmm. his son in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm curious to see it. But I'm curious what the hate you give, What that if that's even still registered on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. If it's low like that, because I think like, that movie was uh,
0: highly regarded when it came out. Again, again, because they, *Dominant Society*, made it possible for that to be made into a movie because they really flocked to that book and made that book a super blockbuster bestseller. That book was not a blockbuster bestseller in black homes; it was young white girls who bought that book up in the, in the mass. Young just, white girls. Yes. Okay. Yeah, if you that's how I actually kind of heard of it because I was—I uh, would see the book all the time well, well before the movie was even made. It was like a bestseller, Barnes & Noble. You know, I would always have it up there and I just never thought of what that was. And I looked at it one day, I was like, oh, this is... I was like, oh. I said, because I thought it said thug on the cover, you know, the way it's written. And I was like, that's interesting. Maybe that's just me seeing that. Looking back at it now, I can see that the author was—that was her point. But that was a big book in the YA, young white girl market. They ate, that, that book started the trend of those black young YA books. That is a you know, that's a thing now. But it start That's that they made that a blow, which is why you see them in the movie like that. And if and I, and when I was in the st- when I would come in there. The, the young uh, white ladies that worked there was oh, you haven't read that. And I'm like, (coughs) oh, the new one's coming out. The new one, her new one's coming out. I was was like, oh, let me check this out. And then the movie came out the same time her new book had came out. And I was like, oh, man, I I missed, I was late. We was late to this one. I see why they liked it. And I see why they didn't like the second one. Because the second one was unapologetically black. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't playing towards sort of the guilt. Now, the now I the actual, there's actually, since we're on it, there's a prequel book that just came out this week that tells the story of um, the dad's character can't think of his name, but it goes back in time and shows him, you know, in the gangster world and stuff that just came out. But uh, yeah, well, that,
4: that book was uh, it was on my son's. Uh, literature, list of literature, he could read for extra credit, mm-hmm. and uh, he read it. I and mean, it, it was popular in his school.
0: Yeah, this one ain't gonna be popular in the school. <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll make this movie like they don't even exist. That's why I say go out and watch it. Go go ahead and buy this. So, so hopefully, this shows you can still do whatever kind of movies you want doesn't have to be mainstream. There's an audience for it, and we can, we can have our own shit. Uh, and it doesn't have to be, no slight to T- Tyler Perry, but it doesn't have to be a comedy. It doesn't have to be a thug movie. We can come with real shit, too. And even though it may make the dominant society uncomfortable, that's okay. They don't need to watch it. We, we'll watch it then. But, but, but this is a great movie with super dope actors. Ghost is in this movie. <laughs> for power, I thought his character was cool. So, yeah, man, American Me is yeah, it's a cold movie.
4: You keep hearing American Me, you mean American I skin, mean,
0: American right? American skin, excuse me. Shout out to American, American me, me,
4: too. That's, a movie, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, your boy, the Hispanic dude. I can't think of his name. Sean Elbow. Was- <laughs> yeah, that's a cold movie, too. It is.
0: If that I, American Me, if it came out now, would be it would be relegated to probably underground type of a movie. That movie's uncompromising. they never put no out like that now.
4: I just remember the one thing is there's two scenes in that movie that stick with me. The very end where he's he's saying, I'm not gonna spoil it, he says, Don't look at me. Don't look at me. You know, what he's doing, what he's doing to his to his family member. Hmm. And then the other scene where he, ever James, almost gets out of jail, and he's making love to his woman, and she's like, "What the fuck? Wow, You would remember that? That's how it goes
0: down." <laughs> <laughs> See the scene that I remember. I believe it's from this movie. Wasn't there a scene where they were like, "Where's the girls for the party?" or something like that? And they was like, nigga, you the part. Like, you the girls for the party. Oh, man. I don't remember that. Was that, was that American me? It was something where, and they, was, they would say, no, we about to have our way with you, nigga." It could be. It might have been. Yeah, that's, that movie scared I don't remember shit remember of movie Yeah, that movie. Yeah, I, I was like, I've seen movies like this. I can't, I'm, I'm not going to be doing no crime. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's too ruthless.
4: Sure, <laughs> well, you just watch when they see us, and I'm okay. What'd you say? Uh, sit down and watch this uh, before you take my car out. You turn
0: <laughs> hey, this, this is one of these movies. I, I can't say enough, man. It, it gives you different points of view. And I, like I said, I love that scene with the young brother talking to the police officer, man. They need to show that kind of energy. All right. Oh, Oh, okay. So we want to switch gears to TV. Uh let's jump right into it. Man, WandaVision dropped. Highly anticipated. Uh it's a continuation of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the first Marvel Cinematic Universe TV show on Disney Plus. I guess it's not necessarily the first because Avengers, I mean, the uh Agents of Shield was an MCU <laughs> show at one point, right? On TV. Uh,
4: but yeah, this is the first thing I'm but okay. Say it again. I said, yes, it was. It was good. Didn't get enough love, but that's okay.
0: Right. And so this is the new one here. This takes place, Assumingly, this is a continuation of the events after Endgame. Uh, Let's just jump into it. Uh, Ant Pooh, man, did you watch any of WandaVision?
1: Yeah, I watched uh, both of the first two episodes that uh, launched yesterday, and uh, I don't know what this is supposed to be about. I think this would play better as a comic, but when you come down from what Endgame and then Far From Home and the MCU movies, and then even on television with Daredevil, Luke Cage, some good uh, seasons with Jessica Jones, when you get to this, I don't know what they're trying to do with this 50 sitcom type story, um, it's losing me. I mean, I probably, I'm going to end up keep on watching it because, you know, just it's uh, MCU content, but I'm not understanding what's going on in the story. And they're not doing enough to make me care to keep watching because um, it's. D- it's been, I'm just kind of confused. Okay. Clearly we know something's broken in the matrix, so to speak, but it's not even entertaining as a parody of a 50s, 60s family sitcom. So um, this might be, I'm not going to say it's an L, but this is definitely a misfire so far for me.
0: Mm. Okay. Uh, Q, what's your thoughts on this? And just to add to a question for you, do you think that younger audiences will get the fifties TV show sort of reference. Hell no. Uh,
4: the only thing they're going to be doing is like, when is this going to be over when we see the cool shit we saw in the trailer? So I don't understand what the hell here's the thing. And I put this in the discord, I put it on Facebook, Twitter. Back in 1981, I sound like an old man. <laughs> Back in 1981, right? John Byrne, when he was on Fantastic Four, he did a commemorative story. It was issue number 236, called "Terror in a Tiny Town," and it started off where all of the all of the members of the Fantastic Four—I'm going to spoil it because it's a comic book from 1981—were <clears throat> unknowingly trapped in a matrix created by Dr. Doom, where they thought they were living in a small town as normal, regular people. And it starts off like that and you're like, what the fuck, why is this, what is happening here? But it's interesting, right? And then the story develops. But there were moments of suspense, right? There wasn't an attempt for it to be funny. And that's where this falls flat to me. They double down, they go too far, in the conceit of we're doing a 50s comedy show and they actually develop plots that none of us care about. And there's a laugh track that none of us care about. So they really invest in writing a narrative based on them being in a 50s TV show, as opposed to putting them in a scenario where they look like they're in a 50s TV show, but it's not actually a TV show. And then I'm like, okay, what's going on here and they actually the, the narrative of vision and wanda leads to maybe their clues there are suspenseful clues that tell us what's going on okay um but i i they, they doubled down too much on that conceit of the fifty show and they actually they took too much time actually telling stories that we know won't matter once they figure out what's going on and i think. Now, this is not a spoiler, it's just my opinion. There was a commercial for Strucker watches. Mm-hmm. And I know, okay, Baron Von Strucker. Okay, so can, now you've given it away. Can we stop the stupid town show, uh, uh, entertainment show, or whatever, and Vision chewing bubble gum and whatever, and I don't care about that anymore. You've given me something, a nugget. Now, can you expand on that instead of trying to show me an actual 50s TV show? So I caught maybe twenty percent combined of both TV sh- of both episodes. So I'm like, okay, wake me up when I see some people in capes kicking ass. That's that waking me up then. Hmm.
0: Big, sexy, and 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 you. I know you have a very extensive comic book knowledge, and so I, I would imagine there was a lot of Easter egg type imagery in this. I'm curious: Is it comic book Easter eggs, or was it MCU Easter eggs? What were your thoughts on this show?
2: No, these are all definitely <clears throat> comic-based Easter eggs. Because when you look through both both of them, you know the first thing that caught my eye was the Stark Industries toaster. I'm like, well, that's cool. And as you, uh, I went and I did look up a lot of these Easter eggs, but I did see them all as well. Um, the one that caught my eye really was at the end of the second episode where the guy in the beekeeper suit comes out and you see that beekeeper suit, to me, screams AIM, Advanced Idea Mm -hmm. Mechanics. Major League bad guys that could rival Hydra. And if you look at it closely, the, the animated section of the second episode, which to me wasn't 50s. The second episode was transitioning into 60s Because she's wearing long pants. It was more like an episode of Bewitched. Whereas the first episode was like early Dick Van Dyke-ish type shows. So you could see it. And when she's in the supermarket, there's an ad for some milk called Bova Milk. Now, if you read the comic books, you know that the woman who raised her at Wondegore Mountain is named Bova. And she's like a mutant you know, bovine hybrid. So that makes makes sense as well. Mm-hmm. And on the, the helicopter in episode two, if you notice, the helicopter had the sword logo on it, and it was also in Iron Man's colors. So there's a lot of things being set up as it goes through the timelines. I'm thinking the next episode will be late 60s, early 70s. So expect some, you know, Afros and shit like that. And then it's going to continue to get current. Now to piggyback what Q said about Terror in a Tiny Town, yeah, I see a lot of that too. But what I also see happening, and this is just my opinion, I see somewhere either Wanda herself or Sword or somebody... Someone has Vision's body and they're trying to re educate and give him memories because when he lost a mind stone, he lost it all. So someone's trying to rebuild that. And if you recall from um I think it was Endgame. No. It was from um Infinity War when he was in Wakanda. And Shuri told them, she said, look, this guy's got millions of things cooking in his you know robotic brain. This is not going to be a quick fix. So I think someone's rebuilding him. And you can see at the end of both episodes, someone is watching them. Mm. Or someone is either monitoring the progress. And you can see at this one point near the end of the second episode, Wanda said, you know what? No, we're not doing this. And things changed and it bled in the color. And if I'm not mistaken, she looked Like she had a baby bump there too but i don't want to yeah you know assume that yet i liked it and i think it's setting up things for down the line i think it's setting up a lot for the mcu because we you know if we recall correctly this is going to impact dr strange and dr strange show you know all of his multiverses of madness is going to impact the next wave of mcu stuff so i'm enjoying it i do like the homage to the old shows because they got the Dick Van Dyke set pretty right and they got a lot of the bewitched stuff happening. I'm looking forward to seeing how it further is developed. Now, is there action? No. But there are a lot of little things that they're setting up. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to look into it deeper. It's going to be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
0: All right. Uh, quickly, I will say I think before I judge the, the show, I think this is. Uh, Similar to me from when uh, we went from Purple Rain to Around the World in the Day. What I mean by that is I think the biggest hurdle right now is the expectation of a Marvel fan or you've seen these movies and just, they're, they're excellent and they've been a certain way. And now this, I think, is being really judged on the, based on the expectation of what we think it's supposed to be. And it's not what we think it's supposed to be. I think that this is the same way if a person was like all into Prince and Purple Rain that was, oh, it was just so great and exciting. And then they drop around the world in a day. and She was like, whoa, what the the hell is this? This isn't, where is the, you know, guitar solo? And where is the excitement and everything I saw in Purple Rain? This is totally different. And it took a while to realize, oh, okay, you know what? This is different, but this shit is dope. Like I didn't expect this. I I think that's what this, I hope that's what's going on here. It's hard to judge by the first two episodes because they are so different from the expectations of what we think Marvel should be or what it has been to us. And this is more of a slow burn and they haven't done that. They haven't built their brand on slow burns. (laughs) (laughs) They've been beating us over the head with dope action and whiz bang. Ah, this is great. Each one is over a step up. And this is almost like a, they're pumping the brakes a little bit and, Yo, let's build this story out a little bit. And I think just getting these first two episodes and, and it doesn't have that action, it's, it's just a different take to it. But as I watch this show, it loses my attention a little bit because I probably wouldn't watch it otherwise if it wasn't Marvel. And I know that they might have something to show me but I'm not really into the sitcom thing. Like I wouldn't watch a sitcom like this anyway. So let alone, I'm not going to give a lot of my attention to this, but I will say that I agree with Q. They're double tripling down into it. And I do kind of respect that. Like at least they're like, they're all in on what they're doing, whether or not it works for me is a different story, but I can respect the artisticness of, Hey, they're doing their thing. This, they, this is what they're trying to do. I can see the little hints of kind of what you were saying, Mark. I see that there's something going on behind the scenes here. They're taking an interesting route to show it to us slowly like this. I don't, but I wonder if the original intent was for this to be the first thing we saw, you know, as opposed to maybe seeing Black Widow or giving us what we expect. Uh, and I think that plays into it. I also think that it might have been better suited if they had just dumped the entire series so you can get past the sort of setup part and get to the shit. Uh, I think it's smart to at least at least they put these first two up. I couldn't imagine. I would have tapped out if they would have just put the first episode and then the second week we saw the second one. I'd have been like, man, wake me when they done put this whole thing out because I'm not sitting through. Week after week, <laughs> uh, this, I'm good. Uh, that's not what I want. You you serve hot wings. Now you're trying to sell me, you know, uh, some, you're trying to go Michelin on me. Nah, stop it. Like, I mean, we where the, the hot wings with the, with the sauce like y'all usually get down. You're trying to give me four-course meal and take the time. Eh. So it's hard to judge this show as it is, but so far- It's cool to me. I'll probably later, once more the the story has been revealed, we'll probably look back at this and say, "Oh, you know what? That was a cool little what they were doing there." Okay, I understand now. But as it is now, it's a little underwhelming, only because of my expectations of what I thought they were going to do. But I'm curious to see. I'll I'll continue to watch. I just
2: get on with it, though. (laughs) Because keep in mind. You know, when we saw Infinity War and Vision went down, we don't know what happened to him. True. This will explain that.
0: Well, and that's what I'm saying. But just get on with it, though. You know, you you set such a high expectation, and we're coming off of Mandalorian too, off of Disney Plus. Like that that show was gets to the shit. You know, <laughs> busting over. thats what I thought. Marvel, you know, what I mean, oh, they coming, they gonna come with. You. And so this one kind of pu- pumping the brakes. It is a little it's like oh, I i am not used to Marvel pumping the brakes now. All right, all right, now, okay, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt because you' put putting some work. But get to the shit now. You know, it's when they, the the dude up there singing and he doing the oh Lord, uh, this is a black church. We need. To- you know, getting come on now. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with this show. But well, uh, I
4: was going, I wanted to say, I was going back and forth with Alfred Nord on Twitter, and he's saying, uh, uh, "Q, you're not seeing all the Easter eggs." And said, "I'm like, look, <clears throat> I'm a I'm a I'm a geek, nerd, comic book dude." But like you just said, like I saw Endgame, I saw I'm a spoiler, I saw Luke kicking ass on the end of Mandalorian, right. Infinity War, come on now. Listen, I, I, I told him, my intelligence quotient is, does not see the as satisfactory that you're going to build a narrative that's going to satisfy me just because you're showing me Easter eggs. I'm, I'm past that. Easter mm-hmm. eggs are great right in the middle of an actual story. Don't do some bullshit like this and then say, oh, it's all about the Easter eggs right now. No, nah, uh-uh. that's you skating.
0: Yeah, it's this, like the whole show is Easter eggs. I kind of see what you're saying. Right, I don't,
4: I'm not interested in that. That's Easter eggs is something that I'll watch something, and it'll be like, oh, shit. Is that Luke? Oh, shit. Is that R2-D2? And then I'll go on YouTube, and someone will say, okay, now look at all the Easter eggs. Okay, cool. But I already saw the shit I wanted to see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Interesting. So yeah, they, they Marvel, like they like shoot, we done got bank, we got the bag. Let's fuck with them Disney's customers that's that's streaming us <laughs> right now. Let's fuck with there. This wasn't it.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm, you know it's uh God, what was I about to say? Oh, this is it's almost reminds it kind of feels like the last Jedi. Like I'm going to show you I'm going to get deep, you know. And was like, "Now we just want to see the shit. Like I want to see Luke and them get down." Well, no, but I'm going to show you an esoteric, you know, I'm going to break down and say, ah, you're a little too clever for your own good." It's so, exactly. that, you know what I'm saying? I'm like really relax, Marvel. Kevin, relax. <laughs> you 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 gave us the shit. You shut down the game with in-game and all that. It's cool. Relax. You can be a little clever, but don't go. Understand your fan base. You know we're gonna give you a rope. We're gonna let you go ahead and d- tell your tale a little bit. But you know we need to see Cap. You know the same energy when Cap gets that hammer and like yeah, that's what we want to see from Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't you not knowing, motherfucker. You know. No, that, that, that motherfucker,
4: you know, the first adventure,
0: And to me, it was one
4: of the. One of the few scenes of that movie that I found compelling, where Steve Rogers wakes up in a hotel, looks like the '50s, and he gets certain subtle clues that hey, something's off here. Mm. Then he breaks through the wall. The scene, the scene up until he breaks through the wall, that's that would work. You, if you stretched that out over a couple of episodes, where they're just living their regular life, and we are like. Oh, okay, wait, what's that? And maybe vision looks in the mirror of all you, sh- comes out the sh- I don't know, out the shower or whatever. And he sees a reflection of his real self or something like that. And there's an image of Thanos or whatever that indicates there was another life. And I know I've seen that whole, I've seen that conceit somewhere else. And I can't think of where I saw it in the movie. Uh, uh, maybe it was Dark City, Big Sex. You remember that movie, Dark City?
0: Yeah, yeah, I do Vaguely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Is it Keith, O'Sullivan, Keith O'Sullivan.
4: Yeah, something. okay, okay. It's something where things were shifting and changing. You're like, what the hell's going on? Are they in the real world or something? That works, and you reveal as you go. That's tantalizing. But it's the Matrix, the last part of the stupid stories, no. It,
0: but again, it's, it's it was, almost like the Matrix
2: in a sense, right? Exactly. Is Kamala Harris, no. <laughs> they're they're building his. <laughs> Looks like they're building his uh, memory back up, you know, and building up, uh, you know, things he needs to learn. And whoever is doing this, again, is doing it through the medium of American television. Well, so I wonder again, if that's we're, Wanda we're doing to it. it.
0: I, I kind of feel like she's, I don't know if she's in some dome or something, and they're trying to break through to her or something. And she grabbed him up? It's very possible. And, and, and she's it's like, no, I it's not going to exist here. And I think I just feel like either those other people are the agents of these other organizations you're talking about. And they're either trapped in this with her and she's forcing them into this. And there's somebody that's trying to break through. I like, When you hear the radio, they're like, well, who's doing? I almost feel like they're trying to break through to her, but she's so delirious and whatever's so going on. I think it's the
2: other way around. I Go think ahead. the people grabbed her up and him. Interesting. And she's trying to get him out of there and protect him. Hmm. That's quite possible. But you know, it's fine. I I do like I did like the visual of the of the AIM guy coming out of the manhole. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah.
4: What's deal with the bees? Mm-hmm.
2: Again, it's supposed to be a signal to people who've read all these books. I ain't no damn beekeeper. That's AIM.
0: See, that's what makes me think they're trying to get at her because then when she says no, she's like no, I'm not gonna allow you to, to get to me, and I'm gonna change the reality again. You know, and they're trying to like break through to her. And she's she's almost the bad guy, like she's going crazy, and she's just warped everything. We're trying to get through to her. And there could be bad guys trying to do this, but I think whatever is like the shield or whatever that organization of now is sending people trying to. Like I think they're sending that black lady into her to tell her
2: to try and calm her down and like. You need to stop again, what you're doing. In the books, remember, Wanda went nuts for for a stretch. You know, she's all no more Avengers, no more X Men, and boom, it happened. Mm. She was behind the whole Avenger disassembled deal.
4: Here, here's a question: Is it just me? or Does anyone else? And I, I, I will. This goes all the way back to, I think, yeah, Vision and Wanda. I know they were, well, Wanda was introduced in a post credit scene. I can't remember which film that was, where they saw me. You saw them in cages being experimented on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand they're not mutants. They were like her and Quicksilver because of the licensing, all that real-world stuff. They're not mutants, so I give that a pass. But does anyone else have a problem with how Vision, because Vision, when I was reading, he was a badass in the comic. I remember Big Sexy helped me out. There was one comic I think I still got it in my basement somewhere, but they were fi- fighting some dude who was like on Gladiator, the Shiar. uh yeah. Shiar. Gladiator. Huh? A gladiator. Yeah, he, they were fighting some guy, Count Nefaria or something like that. Yeah. And Vision goes up in the air. Yeah. And says, "Fuck it," and he makes his density so hard that pause that he and he plummets <laughs> down and punches this dude through the earth
2: yeah That's I some like, exactly
4: i'm sorry paul bettany is not getting that he's not doing it and wanda uh-uh so does anyone else have a problem so i don't like the way they're portraying these characters to begin with and then they're gonna then they're gonna make me sit through this does anyone else have a problem with how they kind of change these characters for the MCU?
2: For the most part, Vision in the MCU was way depowered because back in, again, going back to Infinity War, ain't no way Thanos' flunkies could take him. No way, no how. And then they make him vulnerable. He's like, look, man, I'll just go ahead and get super dense and kick all your asses. But they didn't do that
1: well it was a sneak attack like
2: come on he's still the vision he sh- he could take those punks easily and for that matter so could wanda hex these motherfuckers right out of existence but wanda's <laughs> problem or i don't <laughs> say problem
4: <laughs> the portrayal my, hmm? my issue is that the, paul Bettany's
2: vision is too soft that's it he's too soft I'm not going to call him soft. I'll just say he's not. Yeah, I'll say he's underpowered. He's not
4: yeah. a British Niles Crane type. That's what they're playing him as. <laughs> not, not
2: division. <laughs> Division's he's not Niles not Niles Crane.
0: He come he. I, I, and I'm I'm not dis, uh, disagreeing with, with what you say, Q. I just don't have that. I don't know the characters like you do, so I w- I couldn't tell how they're different. Uh, but I just feel like both of these characters, and maybe that's what this show is. I just don't really know much about them uh, enough to, to care. Care. I think we're kind of getting maybe deeper into Scarlet Witch, but I, I still don't know what, you know what motivates her per se. Other than I, like her brother got killed or something, but they don't seem to address that. And then the Vision character, I don't. To me, they just don't really. I don't know much about him other than I know he was Tony Stark's AI. Uh, so to and me, man, he, just him, he just comes off as a more, uh, a less goofy 3PO, in my opinion. Yeah, see, that's a problem. The, because so that's problem. Problem. the vision in the books,
4: the vision in the books was no joke. He wasn't having it. He was very austere. He was mm-hmm. very like, he spoke like he was the main shit in the room. He referred to Wanda as my wife. Interesting. How 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 are you, my wife? I will protect you, my wife. And he would kick ass. That's not that's not the vision I'm getting since um since he was introduced, introducing
0: AOU. I would agree with that. Yeah, he definitely doesn't seem that way at all.
2: <laughs> and one thing losing Quicksilver did was take out that whole issue of Quicksilver's problem with them being together. He was not for it. See, I Ever. don't remember them. Okay. All right. Interesting.
4: Now,
2: Quicksilver the,
0: the Quicksilver and Wanda from Ultimate, weren't they a, they weren't brothers and sisters in that were yeah, they thought brothers? They were, were. Like yeah, yeah. were
2: brothers and sisters, it was just creepy.
0: Yeah, the they, they almost that. presented like they were together together. Yeah. And that and era. that was
2: nasty. Interesting. One of my many problems with the ultimate universe. That's,
0: that's on some different. Boy, I don't think they going to do that on the movie. Since they're trying to integrate everything and do the the brother and sister relationship, that's okay agenda. <laughs> well, you can know, open the door, I guess. You got to let it go, right? That's-
2: well, Quicksilver the is dead. Movies yeah. an MCU. bring him back to life i guess i don't know why they did that either that story q referred to is classic avengers it is 164 to 166 count nefaria had a whirlwind power man and ah uh, living laser he siphoned all their powers into him Meaning, making him the baddest being on the planet and they barely took him yep barely even the, way, even the way Vision took him out it
4: seemed like a little bit too much of a quick fix but it proved that I'm talking about when I, that was when
2: I was young and I was like oh this character is on some shit <laughs> think about it he was a mile up and increased to what hundreds of tons boom yeah i will get your attention but when Afaria, who they should use as a villain in the MCU, by the way, when he stopped Thor's hammer, I'm like, we have a problem here. <laughs>
4: that's, that, that, that's a classic trilogy right there.
2: Yep. Let, let me
0: ask you guys this, just to keep, to keep this going, MCU. You mentioned villains. And I feel like that's the one thing that the MCU, they had one villain, Thanos. Thanos. Which was excellent. It took him out, though. All the other sort of villain characters, maybe the Red Skull was supposedly killed, but now we saw where he's at. Uh, Killmonger, question. Killmonger, he, he is, might be coming back. He might come back, but eh. wasn't say. But they, to me, what they lack are the villains. They have an abundance of heroes. Oh, he's coming. The villain is coming. Well, that's why I want to go with this. So the question is you guys mentioned a couple of different villains that they could do, and they don't really have a lot of villains, but we have now heard that supposedly Dr. Doom Mm -hmm. is going to be in Black Panther 2. So one is, what do you guys think of that? And do you think that they need to
2: introduce more bad guys into this MCU? I think they they need to introduce more bad guys who can stand on their own. One of the flaws, and Batman started this, you know, I'm talking film wise, is there's always got to be, for some reason, two villains in every movie? No. No. Now, you can have a B level flunky <clears throat> like Claw, yeah, because he's not going to do anything. But when you have somebody like Doom, Doom don't need nobody else. He's fucking Doom. And the X Men have totally ruined Magneto, in my opinion. But there's Doom, there's Count Nefaria there's graviton there is so much to mine from here you know let's just get it done properly
0: okay what do you think about them adding Black Panther I mean excuse me uh, Dr. Doom to Black Panther 2.
4: I'm not a fan of that only Pretty because much, it's a natural Doom belongs in the Fantastic Four book and the Fantastic Four movie first and that could be the same, and then we can see Black Panther in that movie, but Dr. Doom was a fan is a classic B villain for the Fantastic Four.
1: I don't think that matters. Mm, a, car- just, a, good
2: well, a, a good character is a good character no matter where he at first appears. And if you, you stick by that premise, that means you lose Kingpin from Daredevil. Because Kingpin was, was
4: and Kingpin were, were were uh were
2: uh, chopping it up in the books, weren't they? But Didn't before do- that, they got there? him, they got Daredevil or Kingpin from Spider-Man. I understand that. What I'm saying, yeah. in the books, Yeah.
0: can the, up. They
2: the books don't matter. They don't. Well, they do to me. No, the books matter to me too, but again, in the books, Kingpin was running around Spider-Man for years before yeah. he got in the Kingpin, or got in the Daredevil.
0: Well, okay. I I can see Q's point because I mean, would you would you would you side eye? And I kind of did side eye that. But would you side eye if they had a Superman movie and he had the Joker in it, and he was the main An bad guy?
2: An introductory movie, yeah. Well, isn't yeah, this I what would. they're
0: doing with Black Doctor Doom? Introductory movie into
2: no no Black it, Panther. See, but the thing is with Doom, and I'm assuming they're gonna bring Namor in in the party somewhere. But with Doom, the thing that Doom brings to Black Panther is they are both heads of countries. That's the key. If you don't have that, no, I would, I would not see him working there. But this is an international thing.
1: Well, to be fair, Mark, there's no T'Challa. So you are saying both being heads of country. One of them is missing.
0: Actually, they never said T'Challa is missing. T'Challa's not missing.
1: Well, I mean, they're not recasting
4: T'Challa,
0: so they didn't. Well, kill again, him. we're not talking about that. Yeah, we're but he's still in the movie, as far as
2: we know. Yeah, they could easily do that where he just never
4: takes his mask off. We only see
2: him in costume. You know, as far as in within continuity, he's still King of Wakanda. <laughs> Period. And Doom, no matter how he got there, is Monarch of Latveria. And that's a natural problem. And then say- with Namor again. I run the underworld, underseas. So we're gonna have beef here with all these monarchs running around because all these egos.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I don't have a problem with Doctor Doom, but I, I do can see the other side of it too. Like I, I would say that he is a. I mean, from what I know, he's a fantastic. He, I mean, he most people who do, are gonna know Doctor Doom because they're gonna remember him from the Fantastic Four movies. Which they should because he's one of their main bad guys. He is their main antagonist. Those movies
2: are terrible. They don't, they don't count.
0: No, I, I know they're terrible. I'm saying they were successful. I'm just saying, from a, a normal person's standpoint, they only know Doctor Doom from Fantastic Four. It's just like you wouldn't have Green Goblin be an Ant Man movie. I mean, maybe yeah, they could. that would
2: make no sense. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I'm saying to a layman person, it much, it'll make as much sense as having Dr. Doom in this. Like your, your question, your first question is, well, where's the Fantastic Four? Like, why is he in this?
1: I think the, the main audience for the MCU they don't care about the books, they don't care about continuity or canon. All they care about is the films that have been put in theaters and on DVD and on streaming. So, if they watch Black Panther and there's a dope actor playing Doctor Doom, they're not gonna give a damn that oh, well, that's not right because in Fantastic Four, number four, that was the first appearance, and he's been the long time.
0: They don't give well, a, fuck actually, a damn. Well, actually, I think they kind of would because if they're fans of Disney Plus. They put those movies on the Marvel section with Doctor Doom, so they are going to be watching these movies with him in the Fantastic Four. They're not going to get What what is what
4: is the problem? Why are we so willing to throw away stewardship of these properties? I mean, just the tr- tradition. I think tradition matters, and we we should be we or they should be stewards of these venerable. 60-plus-year-old IPs. And this whole attitude of, ah, it doesn't matter. We'll put, put Dr. Octopus in with, uh, I don't know, whatever hero doesn't make any sense. doesn't matter. He's a, he's a dope character. Well, I
0: mean, but yeah, but there's some tradition involved. And, and I, you know, you're right. And you know what the thing is? I think you're right and Ant's right. On one hand, if, it, if done right it doesn't it doesn't matter to one hand my, my, my opinion of that would be Spider-Man they introduced Spider-Man to MCU via Captain America movie which was almost masked itself as an Avengers movie right and it didn't matter because it, it worked people bought it they knew who the character was a little bit enough so you could accept seeing him in that But I think it also goes to your point, Q, is I think the problems with the Spider-Man in the MCU is that you take away what makes that character, in my opinion, Spider-Man. You took the Uncle Ben sort of thing out of it. So by taking out the great power sort of thing, almost question why is he doing Spider-Man shit? Like he's he's doing it for different reasons. And he also he, he sort of becomes an Iron Man character. So he's still Spider-Man, but I think the motivations of why he is Spider-Man are a little different. It seems to work because the movies are successful, but I would think in a storytelling aspect, he's not that great of a character, in my opinion, in these movies, because he's not really Spider-Man. Like he's, he's a different type of a Spider-Man. And that's fine
1: because guess what? There's been, what, 63 years, 53 years, whatever, of yeah. Spider-Man stories, and if someone wants to tell a new story in a new medium, I'm okay with it. Because if I want the continuity, the canon, there are 60 plus years of books to read about.
0: I, 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 I mean, agree with you, but I would say that I don't think the only thing is though, his character isn't as strong. It's strong enough in the medium that he's presented, but I wouldn't, I don't feel like we're seeing Spider-Man, Spider-Man, in my ah. opinion. But I'm not mad at these movies. But it's a different, it's like you said, it's a different take. But, it, but to me, that's, the, that's why he's almost like a second fiddle in these other movies, because they position him to be that way. Like, he's not really Spider-Man. Like, he's a boy. He's just a young boy. Say it again. I was hoping I could...
4: I didn't mean to interrupt you. I wanted to piggyback off of what you were saying about mm-hmm. Spider-Man not really being Spider-Man to you. Mm-hmm. I agree hundred percent. And I'm just going to say
3: we'll
4: see seeing Tom Holland and what well, he first was introduced in the Civil War, he was dope as hell. I was hoping in the next time we saw him, we would see a Peter Parker. That's a little bit more mature, has grown. Because my Peter Parker is the John Romita Peter Parker of the 70s. But he's still acting like a dope. <laughs> and that's not Spider-Man at this point. Well, I don't know about the ultimate line, all that bullshit. I'm just talking about Spider-Man when I was reading him. He is a lot more mature. He's, he's a, a news photographer working with J. Jonah Jameson. That's the environment I wanted to see Spider-Man. They still act, got him acting like a dumb high School kid, that last movie, what was it called? Far from Home. But he is a
1: dumb high school kid in this but story. He evolved in the comics to become, like I
4: said, this a mature is the MCU, adult.
1: Not the comics.
4: So I'm not okay. All right, this MCU. All right.
2: Well, the only thing that the MCU hasn't had an opportunity to do <clears throat> with Spider Man. And I don't know if there's gonna be an opportunity to do this. Is going back to what Mike said, they haven't really set up why he's Spider-Man. We didn't see the burglar. We didn't see Uncle Ben. You know, and I don't know if they want to tell that origin again. They may be at the point where, like, you know what? We the other studio did that origin. Enough people know. Let's just go. You know, that's okay too, because he's so young, they still have the MCU, that is, they have the opportunity <clears throat> to do Green Goblin correct. And they have so much to mine from just in Spider-Man alone. They could do Spider-Man like they did James Bond. There's that much material. But, you know, we'll see how they want to go. <coughs>
0: well, we do know with Spider-Man they're going to go with, uh, I guess they're going to go like super comic booky and, Which is fine, too. But, I mean, we already know they're going to have multiple Spider-Mans in the next one. And it sounds like uh, Daredevil is going to be in it as well. So I'm curious to see how they're going to establish him showing you that he's coexisting with the previous franchise Uh, Spider-Man.
2: It's going to be a wild ride. I'm I'm very curious to see how that. See, too much multiverse play can be a bad thing. You know, I think they need to really be cognizant of that.
0: Yeah, it's, I, it's, like I said, it's gonna be interesting to see where they go with this. They're really gonna push it, which I don't have a problem with. I'm just curious to see how it plays out. You know, if it doesn't get too over the top, but we'll see. I, I do think with Marvel, everything they've done so far has been magical. It's gonna be hard to repeat magic, in my opinion, normally you do, don't normally even try you to can't. hit in
2: game again <laughs> say it again they don't <clears throat> they shouldn't try to duplicate end game because that was just yeah, you know for that matter, Black panther, you know end game, infinity war, civil war, those things were all just see, I whoa. disagree, I disagree i mean if they, if they stumble across it again, great, but they can't well, expect that going in. I'll give you two examples
4: where magic was duplicated. Superman, the movie, and Superman 2, uh, most critics said that was almost, but now I don't agree with this. It's, it's the movie that got me into the business I'm in. Superman 2, they said it was almost better than the first one,
2: Godfather 2. Superman Man 2 was better than the first one. Godfather but but, but, but to go back
0: to Superman, Superman uh-huh. 1 and 2 are Avengers End- Infinity War and Endgame. They were made essentially back-to-back in a continual story. Yeah. What I okay.
2: Superman three.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or, any, or any other Superman after
4: that. Then give me Godfather two. I'm just saying they hit magic. Twice. My point is because Godfather three fell off, but my point is I'm not going to, I, I completely understand why you're saying what you're saying. You can't my, Michael Jackson spent the rest of his career trying to follow up from 1982. Right. Okay. And he fell short. All right but that doesn't mean it can't happen. It really doesn't mean it can't happen. I'm looking at season 1 of Mandalorian, season 2 came back and they knocked that shit out the park. You know what I mean they they made season 1 look weak.
0: So I I'm, I'm, well, I'm it, not- it it doesn't happen. Actually Marvel itself proves that it doesn't happen because if we can cherry pick Infinity War in Endgame but let's not act like there was a ton of movies before that <laughs> that weren't popping, right? They hit. The, they knocked it out the park with the Avengers. Now they didn't knock it out the park with the Avengers Two. Yeah, they bro. didn't knock it out of the park with Dark World. They, they they had a run. They had some that were incredible, and they had some that were not so incredible. And I guess they're again, they're in a position now where yeah they'd be really on some outlier shit if the next movie was on some. Infinity War, Endgame. Chances are it's not going to be. If you just go by their own track record, they didn't just drop bombs movie after movie. Fire. Yeah. Well,
4: the other thing, Mike, is that if they, I, I, I'm thinking this, if they don't knock it out of the park, it's because they don't have the venerable characters that we love coming up in the, what is this, Marvel Phase 5, will that be? Oh, the actually, Phase
1: Four. Have, Phase five. Well, actually, they do because they, they got the Fox characters. The who? The Fox characters. The Fox I don't know who Marvel. Who's that? The Fox Marvel characters, Fantastic Four, and the X Men universe.
4: All oh, those are done deals. They own Thank it. You. Yes.
0: Well, they they they, they put the teas that they're doing Fantastic Four. But I mean, is those are far, few and far between when those are coming. But uh, but you know, to go back to what I'm you said, saying they have the characters. They didn't. They we didn't know have- Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be dope either. But they came out and, and shut that down. That was that was ill. Now the second one wasn't as ill, but I, like I'm saying, like you're not going to just come bangers every time. That's just not how art works. It's the highs and valleys. You know, it's the highs and lows. Same with Prince. He didn't just drop straight bangers all the time.
4: No, but uh, is hey, a I like purple like and gold. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you know that's gonna be a clip up on the uh, housequake or uh, prince dot org, Mike. Hilarious.
0: But I mean, you know, that that's a. I mean, even Wanda and Vision is 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 an example of maybe they realize, hey, we gotta, we might as well diversify this shit. It's not going to all be,
2: you know,
0: Winter Soldier. They ain't going to all be Iron Man 3 either. But we can, you know, we'll do what we do. Star Wars, of course, wasn't all bangers. <laughs> it's people that love it, but highly debated. it. Look how long it took them to get to Mandalorian level. They went through three sequel movies. Well, actually, they went through four sequel movies.
4: Well, I think part of that also is, and, you know, this, I guess in Hollywood, this can't necessarily be helped all the time. Budgets change, people going to other projects. But if you look at the Russo's work, it's consistent, whereas MCU overall they had you know they would hire directors to do this directors to do that one. they would even have films where directors were replaced that that that's part of it too, like with the uh, Star Wars you know same with, George, oh,
0: that was Marvel the same way George Lucas yeah. didn't do all the Marvel movies was that now? I said Marvel did the exact same thing they had some that were very great with certain directors, and then certain directors got fired and started over, and some didn't work at oh, all I
4: understand. That's, you're making my point what I'm saying is. If it were possible that you get a quality team and they stay on board, you do quality product all the time. Well, for a good duration of time.
0: Yeah, but even no director is going to be hitting them banger straight out of the park every time. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah. Uh, OK. Well, I mean, look at their look at Spielberg shit. Yep. He didn't draw bangers every time. He had some hits <laughs> or misses. <laughs> they were still probably light years more than anybody else. It's better than other people's stuff, but they didn't hit like they should probably. I mean, <laughs> Christopher. Christopher
4: Nolan, he, as far as I can tell, Tenet is his only dud out of a uh, since. Huh? How long has he been doing it? Since
0: Memento? Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> that wasn't. That's when, yeah, when, when we stopped Dick right and realized that, that was. What, Dark Knight
4: was my favorite of those three movies. Stop. Yeah, I, yeah, I said it,
0: <laughs> but you know that there wasn't debate on that. Like it wasn't, of it course. wasn't like the last one, but that preceded it. It wasn't heralded that way. I don't care. Well, no, but <laughs> I'm, just, I'm saying though, all these all movies aren't are hits different out the different park. Different. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying like people will look at some of Nolan's stuff and be like eh, some people didn't really care for Interstellar like that. I loved it, but I can see why it, that didn't—that wasn't across the yeah, board actually, banger.
4: You make a good point with that. Oh, I still liked it. It wasn't—it wasn't the quality of everything else, but it was still good. Right. But uh, I, I get your point. Another guy, M. Night
1: Shyamalan.
4: I mean,
0: he was knocking him out the box, and then right. he fell off, and then he came back. Which is what a good director supposed to do. Shit, Spike Lee, man. All his shit ain't fire fire, but I can respect the artisticness of what he does and he takes some chances, so you're not gonna make it all the time.
1: Tyler Perry. And all of them are bangers. Okay.
0: Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. But shit. Uh you know, cause it made me I was thinking about directors. Oh, I think we were talking on Discord. And I think it's talking about the I was thinking of the Ruzos. I was like, the Ruzo brothers are are dope. Let me be clear. But I wouldn't put them on the category of these cats that we've been talking about. They just don't have the body of work yet. You know? You got to have some bangers and you got to have some questionable joints. That's a true artist is going to take some risks. I have yet to see them do anything besides the Marvel movies. I mean, they be producers on stuff, but they ain't directing. <laughs> Where they drama movie at? Damn, Mike, you are <laughs> you <laughs> <a> hard <laughs> little to <game, boy>. play. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm trying to be anti-dick ride in 2021. Pause. But I, but yeah, Nolan, I got to give it up to him. I don't I don't like all his movies. But he's he's one of the elite dudes. He he's put in the work. Jordan Peele? You no, know, he might have a nice run. Which movies did he direct?
1: Us and Get Out. That's just two. That's what I'm saying. He might have a nice little run. Oh, I got you.
0: Yeah. yeah he got put in some work.
1: Yeah.
0: Spielberg put in work.
1: I don't know about a uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, though. Whew.
0: Again, all movies aren't going to be banging. I'm just saying that's a have a body of work. You're supposed to have some that ain't really popping like that. Some, You know what I mean? But Spike Lee. Bangers, got some duds. Still, he, he won the top cats.
4: What was the movie he put out after Malcolm X? Because I tend to think that was his. That was the last movie of his that I watched and said, OK, I got to keep going to the theaters to see his films. Was it Girl Six? Was that after Malcolm X? Might have been. Because that was the movie I'm like, okay, I'm done with Spike.
0: Yeah, I can't remember. It probably it might have been after. But I mean, he came with Inside Man. Uh, I don't he's, he bang- man. he's got bangers, man. I think we lost Ant. But. Uh, we're gonna wrap things. Oh, I had one question I was gonna ask. I think I asked this online. I forgot. I'm curious. What if uh, this is a what if? The inauguration's coming next week. You know, we, we've been here. Everybody's getting ready in case <clears throat> of some drama pop off. You know, are the Trump cat's gonna go? Start acting a fool out here. It's Martin Luther King Day as well. It's a lot of potential for people to turn up. But I was wondering on my conspiracy theorists, like what if they, and we see how, you know, they've uh, banned Trump from different social media and, and we've seen social media even shut down other apps like Parler and all these types of things. And they, they have their reasons. But I was curious, what if the government was like, you know what, it's getting too crazy and we, and we feel like there's a potential for something bad to happen. So we're just going to shut down the internet for three days.
2: <laughs>
0: We're not gonna t- oh, I, of course. We probably they would never. That. Well, that's, we don't know what they can. Or can. We all know what if they, they tell us. Them, they
4: would have already done that if they
0: wanted to. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know the answer if they can or can't. That's a different topic. Let's just say if they could. But they shut down the internet for three days because it was, it was a... They, they were deemed... Well, well I say this because we've had other countries around the world turn off the internet access for their countries. Yeah, <laughs> so but
4: they're, they're if different. those
0: countries had the technology to do it, I'm damn sure America could do it if they wanted to.
4: I don't they, think the exception I'm saying they don't have the technology to do it. Okay. I'm saying we don't live in a country like that where they would do it.
0: Right. I, under the, You have the Constitution. Now, if they declare martial law or something, which they also could do, then they can do whatever the hell they want to do in, in the sense to say that it's going to protect this country. <laughs> so they'll do what they need to do. We do know that. It, it would be extreme, but I'm talking
4: extreme. I, I, don't, see them, I don't see them enacting martial law. I,
0: I don't either. I, but this is a hypothetical question. So again, the why... Okay, so if they shut
4: down the internet, what's,
0: what's the... What would, you, uh, what would you think would happen if they did that? What would happen? Yeah, just any of your thoughts. If, if they did shut it down, what would happen? What do you think would happen? Well, are you
4: talking about the entire internet or just social media?
0: <laughs> uh, let's just say they shut off access to the internet and whatever that entails you can do on the internet they've turned I it think, off
4: I think Wall Street would be upended businesses would collapse mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, communication would be the drives industry would mm-hmm. collapse that's why I don't think mm-hmm. they've ever-
2: it can't be done because of the commerce clause Period. OK.
0: Right. So we're, we're, we're not arguing what they can or can't do.
2: We've established that. Now, if they did do it, <laughs> okay, just like you said, it would set this country back hundreds of years in a very short time. You said in three days would shut us, set us back hundreds of years?
0: How so? Think about it. All these things.
4: Billions of, billion of dollars over 24 hours
0: right now, let's keep in mind we've shut down the economy a lot longer than that in some capacities just in the last year but go ahead what do you mean we shut down the economy because of covid we've had to shut down the economy some some parts of the economy right The business was
4: still transacted though
0: right? and, I said, and a lot of businesses are gone you, you did say i i said some <laughs> right just like there's yeah, a lot of people who I lost could, their jobs that if you shut down the internet that would shut down some of the economy. Wouldn't shut down everything. Let's be very clear. Grocery stores, a lot of businesses are not online like that. But I understand what you're saying, though. I'm, not, I'm just saying that I'm just giving you an example. of We have shut down parts of the economy just within the last year. But go ahead right. and make
4: your point. You're making that comparison. I, I don't think it's an apples to apples comparison. We, the, the econ- when you say we've shut down the economy, that's... in parts... That's hyperbole. No, you just say we shut down the account. No, I said we shut down parts.
0: I said some twice, but go ahead. Make make go ahead. Make actually, Big Sexy was talking. I interrupted. Go ahead, sir.
2: Well, again, you know, like like what Q was saying, when you shut down the internet completely, Mm -hmm. that's going to affect, you know, the stock exchange, you know, all these giant nationwide. Businesses like an Amazon Mm -hmm. are all going to be hit square in the wallet. And again, as much as these companies bring in, they still need to have certain amounts to maintain their overhead. A lot of natural things are going to spoil. It's going to be a big problem. And what would be the the rationale for that? Because one soon-to-be-ex-president can't keep his mouth shut? Well, I would
0: say, I would say the the argument that they they would use, what's that is a terminology to say uh, to protect the, the Institute of the United States government or, or it was a, you know what I mean? What do they say that we shut this down because it's a threat. You mean national security? National security. Bill? Yeah. They say because of national security, we're going to turn this off for 36 hours.
4: Well, I don't think that what they would do. And I can see this happening is what they did to Trump. They would censor, maybe that's a better word, they would ban certain elements from having access to the internet, but shutting down the entire internet would damage the company and be worse a worse solution than the problem why they would sa- would decide to do that.
2: And it's incredibly overbroad. Yeah,
0: it endpoint, endpoint? Uh, if they shut
1: down the internet for three, for three days, I mm-hmm. don't think it would destroy the the country. I just think that it'll massively disrupt things. And as we've seen, people are going to adapt or die. Mm.
0: <clears throat> I kind of agree with Anna a little bit. Like, I don't think it would definitely be a blow. Now you, you brought up the stock market. Has there been times when they shut down the stock market for a couple hours or a day or something like that before? They did it a couple of <laughs> times last year. I remember. Okay. <laughs>
1: Uh because uh I think it was right after I think it was m- uh late March, right after they were doing uh massive lockdowns for COVID, uh the stock market was plummeting. And it's like, okay, we're gonna stop trading to we figure out what the fuck is going on. And I'm like, uh it's a pandemic.
0: That's what's going on. People taking their money. All right. Um we talked about Amazons and we uh, were talking about some of the richest companies in the world who ain't made pro- who, who weren't making profits for many years and somehow became the biggest companies ever, you don't think they'd be able to survive a 36-hour shutdown from people placing orders online that they probably had already had to shut down a lot of these warehouses in the last year for numbers of times anyway? I think well, they'd be fine. But Wait, you- Amazon's
1: no. not a good case uh, for your argument, uh, And I, I could be wrong right here. Uh, in the sense that Amazon doesn't make all their money from shipment and fulfilling of shipment, they make all their money off of the platform. So, right. on the one hand, do they they have billions of dollar, dollars to last that three days? Yeah. However, if they internet shuts down their entire system and all these other people that uses that system to sell their products, they probably would miss out on billions of dollars over those over those three days. And I don't know how to which they can catch eat. Up. They can eat that. They could.
0: You don't think Amazon could be could eat billions of dollars if they had to?
1: Hey, I ain't their accountant, so I don't know what they're well, doing. Well, with. I mean, we
0: just heard Boeing. <laughs> I believe it was just Boeing the other day. They had to pay like two billion in penalties. They ain't going out of business. They ate that. That ain't yeah. nothing to them. So yeah, but I mean, how, they how don't do have you as much they, money as Amazon how,
4: does. How do you they think it. they? How, how many people did they lay off? They have been
0: already had laid right. off people. Huh? They've already laid off people before. Well, What's the, they didn't do it again? They don't that have hurt. to. They was able that to eat that economy as well.
4: Say that again. I'm saying you said that they ate that, but I'm saying that they mm-hmm. eat that by laying off low wage workers, middle income workers. That that affects that has a ripple effect on the economy as well.
0: You said Boeing has low wage wage workers. No, they don't. They got. Okay, well, uh, huh? Boeing Boeing, Boeing they lay off they lay off people because they're moving because of their playing problems, not because uh, they lost money on the economy. They lay it off so they can make more money because they now Seattle, where yeah, they was, the, they I, was the biggest employer in my area. They laid off a lot of people because they moved to a different state where they didn't have to pay a lot of taxes. <laughs> I understand, Seattle,
4: but we're not talking about that scenario. I'm talking what about I'm saying
0: they was able to eat that. I'm just saying they can eat that, that 2 billion that they had to just pay. If for some reason, Amazon had to close for 36 hours, they'll eat that little, Money that I, they spent—that's nothing I, to them. I, they wouldn't have to lay off nobody.
4: How do you? Why, how do you base that on? What do you base that on?
0: Because how much money they make?
2: The if money you that you they, shut, was,
0: they would lose in three days is not going to
2: destroy that company at all. But again, you have to think about it. Think about the entire picture here. If I'm Amazon sure. and what's the thing, Bezos, mm-hmm. and you're shutting me down for three days just to censor. And shut up, Trump! Well, again, I'm shutting, paying for it. Sh- nah, you're, man, you're we got not the here. internet down. You ain't shutting Amazon down. Uh, which, which effectively, effectively <laughs> <shuts> <laughs> just me to be now. clear,
0: you're not shutting Amazon down just because because Americans can't access the internet for for three days. That let's stop. Like the, the internet exists far further than America. There's probably other countries probably use
2: it way more than we do. So we know that and again. They, that goes back to national security. That means things can't be monitored. Means national defense is gonna be hampered. There's a lot to this, man. Right,
0: right uh, but I'm saying they shut the internet off to us. I didn't say they shut it off to the world. <laughs> why would they I don't understand why these companies are not you think they make only their money from here? America uh, the Hollywood industry don't make their money from here like that. So why would I dunno that's not gonna stop cool. them? They probably be bigger in other countries.
4: What the internet? E commerce? you saying it's bigger in other countries. I said
0: it might be. All those other countries combined versus what we bring in? You think the internet would stop if America stopped using it? And well, again, the all, of the United United what?
4: all other countries versus what we bring in. I don't, I don't understand well,
0: the you, uh, I'm saying just because they shut the access to the internet to America does not mean Amazon has stopped business all of a sudden. They do tons of business internationally. No,
2: all American, I'm saying... I'm, I'm,
4: all I'm saying Mike is that yes. if you if a, if, if Amazon uh, has to eat billions whether they can eat it or not mm-hmm. and they can survive it, the stockholders are like, oh what we have millions and millions but you tell us we might lose uh, some millions do something about it because I got my I got a mortgage payment for my castle. So do something, whether you can eat it or not, that's on you, do something so I don't have to suffer. Okay, let's lay off about 10,000 workers.
0: That's all I'm saying. I, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that's not gonna set us back hundreds of years, right? It's not gonna break these companies. Just, like COVID, just like COVID one. is not gonna break Amazon. <laughs> well, some companies, we some companies are going to break, of course.
4: I thought my context, I thought we were talking about what does it do to the economy? I'm saying when you lay off 10,000 workers, Mm -hmm. that does have an effect on the economy overall. It's bigger than just Amazon.
0: Right. But I'm I'm actually arguing. I don't think they would lay off 10,000 workers. That's that's the other part of it, too. I don't I don't see why they would be laying off 10,000 workers off. Three days went down. They've had warehouses probably closed for longer than that. But that doesn't mean that they're still not making money and, and they can afford to pay these people that little three days of pay, which is still pocket change to Amazon to do that. They don't have to not give those people their paychecks. They surely paid these people during the pandemic and they wasn't working. <laughs> so, and they gave them extra, right? Remember they was doing the extra money for the employees because they was working during the pandemic. They can afford yeah. that. That, that. The three days they had this, Again, no one's saying they have to shut down Amazon just because the internet's not working. (laughs) I don't know why you equate that. All businesses would not stop if you didn't have access to the internet. doesn't make any sense. Now, what it
1: would affect is, uh, you said not all businesses, but uh, you got to take into effect uh, commerce and retail. It would. Uh, It it would hurt. I'm not saying it wouldn't hurt them. Right. And then it's like, how do you go to the bank and get your money? If you know there's no internet, very true. Hopefully you got your debit card. That it
0: won't work. There's no internet. Remember that's how you make the transaction. So fucked. Well, you fucked. We're in martial law, I guess. Uh, <laughs> how, how do you go when the, all the stores are closing? there's a pandemic, right? They, I guess that you have to figure something out, or you better have stocked up. I,
1: I hope you guys learned. Uh, remember what you uh, your gardening when you
0: was in the pandemic. You gonna need that. <laughs> But if you can't survive three days, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a problem. I'm not saying it wouldn't be a problem, but I don't know if it'd be any more a problem than what we've been dealing with the last year. And it's places are still shut down. All right. They're giving out checks, right? Yeah. I guess America always figures out a way to make it work. We've got what happens when they shut the economy, when they shut down some of the economy, some of well, how are people gonna pay their rent? <coughs> That's a <coughs> legitimate question. Well, we'll cancel rent for a while. They'll never do that. Yes, they will. <laughs> well well people still aren't gonna make money. We'll give them checks. You'll never give people reparations. Yes, we will. <laughs> we'll do a couple of them. They eat that. It'll make you eat it. Where about everybody lost their job? Yeah, but we still keeping it going. So I'm just saying, I, I could see them. Yeah. Could they shut down internet access to Americans for internet for three days? They could. Would it be crazy? Sure. But we can look at other countries where they, there's still some countries today that they don't even let them access certain shit. Yep, China, some of those Middle Eastern countries. <laughs> I, I throw that question and say I wouldn't be shocked if they did something like that it seems far out there but they're showing you they can shut this shit down if they want to <clears throat> if you're on the wrong side of the argument let shut the president down what do you think they're going to do to your black ass
4: well I, that's what, but see you just made the point they will target individuals to shut down they're not going to shut down the internet I, I would be surprised if they did that
0: I would be surprised too I agree but I, I wouldn't be shocked.
1: I mean, yeah, they was about to take TikTok out of the bank. <laughs> Say it again? They was, a, they was about to get TikTok out of the paint. Right. Well, that's and, a company. Uh, and if you are paying attention, uh, they are delisting some of these Chinese companies and telling them they can't do business here. So they got some power to shut some things down.
0: <laughs> yeah, they felt like, hey, this is this too much of a terrorist threat to the stability of this country and we, we've been monitoring these messages and they, they've they been coming through the Amazon server system and it, it's, it's all through these apps. We just don't know exactly which one. Shut that shit. Get Comcast and get some of these telecom companies. Tell them to turn the pipe off a couple of hours till we figure this shit out.
4: It's I just
0: feel like know. a little...
3: Liberal- See? Uh, Sorry, steve <laughs>
1: We do like that first level there. if the training, he in these streets.
4: Can you hear me? There you go. Go ahead. I'm saying uh, if they were going to, if they had it in their mind to do that, I don't know when there would have been another time that they would should have done it than now. Uh, but the, also, the other thing is part of the reason I don't think they'll do that in terms of what's going on now is one of the reasons they're. they are catching and arresting some of these people is because of stuff they've they've put up on the internet. So you shut down the internet, you lose a stream of
0: evidence. Well, they also shut it down so you can't take it down. Huh? I'm saying, no, they could shut the access of it so that you can't delete incriminating shit either. But if they shut it down, how would you...
4: Well, that, I'm I, saying
0: you can, but that don't mean they can't look in. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I didn't say they shut it to themselves; <laughs> they in control. Yeah, I, they would, like than, I said, they could just like I, they would get on the line with Comcast and he said, "Turn it off to your customers." <laughs> Them motherfuckers ain't get, they ain't gonna ask it. Turn that shit off. They, let, yeah. they can watch the TV, but turn that shit off until we figure out this investigation.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm am putting my tin hat on. I absolutely do believe the government. Has their own separate internet access out there. They probably have their own satellite and everything. So oh, of course, just click. Ours is working over here. They probably have the, the super
0: high fast shit that they won't even know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all sounds like some <laughs> I'm on
1: conspiracy. I'm on my conspiracy theory. But, I mean, why would it be far fetched? They've had the internet since the '60s.
0: What well, I, I would say, just go watch that Snowden movie. Yeah, they show you a glimpse of what they can do. <laughs> they can turn on any camera they want to be <laughs> recording your shit and just have, it. it's all triggered by shit. You say verbally start recording, log in, they can do all kinds of shit, man. You think they can't turn that simple shit to them? But I mean, I don't know. Like I said, say, man, it's just, a, this is a question. Uh, you say why would maybe they would have already done it? You never know, man. Who knows what they? You know they might be like, oh, we, we they got somebody got the codes or something, or they done hacked the codes. Turn that shit off. They done hacked the fuck out of us, so turn it off <laughs> till we figure it out. And and you don't think they would do that? They would be worried about the economy. You got another thing coming. That turn that bitch off if it, if they feel like it's gonna kill America. They don't fuck about them companies like that. Russia done hacked our system. Oh, turn it off. At least that's what they could use as an excuse. Well, they hacked us, so we had to turn it off for a while. <laughs> Conspiracy, brother.
4: All right. Yeah, you done, Mike? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> or are you
0: done? I'm not to Let me get it out. You dig? I'm on, my, I'm on my, my barber shop. I told. I told you they coming now. The mothership is coming now. My other thought I had this is a stupid one, we we'll end it. But is it, am I tripping to, did, did Tupac really, did he look like a thugged out version of Ralph Tresvant <laughs> <laughs> Wow. First
4: of all, we all look alike. I'm just a statement. <laughs>
0: I mean if you just you have to really kind of reach and look though. And, and here let me set it up quickly. How can, I'm just saying it because Wait, I, are you I, on something right I, now? I am not. I was when I thought about this the, the other day. But I was like Ralph Tresvant, and I was like uh if it is isn't love, he was such a icon in the culture of, you know, R&B, black music. You know, he he he, he came through with he's from the tradition of the Temptations band type thing, like singing group. He also had the tradition. He was influenced by Michael, you know, good looking brother. And he has a very, uh, sort of a distinctive type of look that appeals to people, m- women and men. And I was looking at another, I was, I'm, I'm looking at Tupac. And I was like, he kind of had the mustache thing. Tupac is bald, but they both have kind of the eyes and brow type thing, the darker skin. What's happening, right? I know, right? You know, I said you gotta roll with me. But I was like, Tupac, <laughs> he he looks, he has that same kind of, I think, uh, visual thing that is appealing about Ralph to certain people. And I was like, Tupac, kind of, he has it. He just, he's the hyper thug, masculine. You know, you couldn't be an R and B guy like a Ralph at that time because. He was the machismo in black popular culture was at an all time high but he kind of he still <clears throat> had that sensitive type of side to him like the man what sensitivity but then he had to be the strong gangster type dude so I feel like he had the same type of. some of y'all might feel what I'm trying to say some of y'all think I'm crazy but I'm just throwing that out there you're only going to get this type of shit from here Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, this nigga crazy. I told you, I can get on one now. Anyway, think about it, y'all. It's important. <laughs> it's not really. All right. We're about to Go ahead. Go ahead. I said, now nah, let's think about,
4: let's talk about how Raphael Warnock looks just like J.B. Smooth.
0: Who's Raphael and what?
4: God damn. <laughs> yeah, I guess you gotta talk to some people who, who actually watch news and understand that Raphael Warner I, mean, I to throw the, that loose. Little... That <laughs> niggas dumb.
3: Why.
2: The Damn. <laughs> okay, Q. Wait, 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 wait. Let me look this guy up. If
0: <laughs> you're gonna do you it, I don't know who he is. I I do know who he is. I never heard Roffle of him. <laughs>
2: so, I mean, oh shit, he does look like him. <laughs> from Georgia.
0: He's a what? He
4: does look like him. He he made history about... He made history by winning a Senate seat from Georgia.
0: Oh, okay. I know you're talking about. I've he, seen some people post this. See, before. I have a
2: problem with that because, you know, church and state, man, I don't know if he can separate the two.
0: Why? Well, he, did, he
4: can't be preaching up in the Senate trying to pass a collection plate. <laughs> we, we, we will
0: see. Actually, th- th- you, uh, we're just going all over the place. Is there some law that a pastor can't be a congressperson or something?
2: A law? No. But well, there I is a law that maintains the separation yeah. of church and state. Jesse Jackson, ran for president.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: but
0: you could be a priest, a, 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 you could be a clergy person and be in the government, though. There's nothing. I don't know if you can be
2: that. an active clergy person, though. Why not? Why not? I guess. I right. don't, dang, don't. Why
4: not? I, mean, I don't know. Shit. You're the attorney. You're supposed
0: to be talking about the <laughs> Like, what I is mean, the ter- separation church and state is, is in regards to what?
2: Because he, he, you can't use your pulpit to influence right. elections. Can't right. do that. Not Why not? To they do, do it that. all what the time, that? don't they? They're not supposed to do it. That way you lose your, your IRS tax exemption. And that's the key with a lot of churches having that free money to run around with.
0: So all of those... But- those if you Trump, start electing, Trump preachers that supported him, they lost, they losing their license or something?
2: Like, uh, if they're, they're, they're preaching look, in their church, they are. They're losing they their license, they're losing that exemption. Hmm. Wait a minute, hold on. I
4: never heard that. They're not, they don't serve in office, civil office, so they can say whatever they want. He
2: they're does not look really, like him though. Huh? Oh, he does look like J.B. Sloot.
4: Martin Luther King Jr., he was a reverend. He had a lot of stuff to say about civics. He didn't lose anything. What are you talking about?
0: Is it the government can't dictate to a person? Is that the situation? He can't take an
4: office and start preaching or talking about how he's voting on this bill because it's against uh, the Old Testament. He can't do that. Why not? Hmm?
0: Say that, what you said again
4: like if a, if a if a reverend or a priest or whatever was a senator and he said, "I'm voting against this legislation because it goes against the Old Testament, then he's going to have a problem. Why? Because that would be merging church and state or if he said or, or if he said, "I insist that we um put a nativity scene, what do they call this what do they call I forget they call what
2: the right called. nativity
4: scene?" There's another, uh, a or something, I forget what they're called. on the typically home yard of the Capitol. That's not going to happen because that's blending church and
0: state. Oh, you're saying but, a, a political, yeah, the, uh, yeah, right. The government can't say that, but doesn't mean a, prast- a pastor could say that if you want it, right?
4: No, the pastor would be the government if he's a senator.
0: He would be part of the government.
4: And he can't, he can't do that. So he can a, a, a pastor man. or
0: a, a Congress person or a senator or whatever, they couldn't say, hey, I'm not going to vote for this abortion thing because it goes against my Christian values.
4: He can, like the big sexes say, he can do it, but he will probably get his ass voted out.
2: Hmm. What did um Mr. J.B. Smooth's clone run on anyway?
4: What did he run on what he, his platform? Yeah,
2: what's his what's his platform?
4: I honestly don't know. I do know he got into a lot of trouble because he supported. Uh, what was Obama's pastor's name? Oh, oh, that guy. No, you're talking about. If Obama He's had to cut him not- loose,
2: too. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah Wright. That's his name. And Obama had to cut him loose. <laughs> was Obama a sucker for doing that? I
0: understand why he did it, but.
2: No, man, you got to go. You got to go. man. You fucked on hey, the program. Well, you don't talk about business. It
0: was a business. Well, that's what I'm saying. I know why he did it, but he he just did it, it. But but I'm saying he did it because he scared white folks to take him out of the game. But it's not to say there that he didn't go. believe what that man said. Well, I mean, why else did he do? You you said it was a business, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: R- right. The business is I'm black. I can't ha- have this dude talking. On some real shit, I'm there. You know, they're gonna take me down. They're, they're gonna shut me down. I, yeah, was, I agree with you, yes, I agree with you
1: Mike. <laughs> I agree with you, Mike. Obama was that would suggest that. Was a sucker. That would
4: suggest that. that if a white person got uh, uh, the backing of was David Duke, cutting him loose, he's a sucker.
0: So you're equating oh. a, a, well, a yeah, racist that's, white that's man Apple, to this praster?
4: Hold, I'm saying, hold. if you are <laughs> trying to repeat something, you want to hear what I have to say or no?
0: I do. I if ask you your you're
4: question. trying to, oh, I heard laughter. <laughs> I heard. Oh, y- y- get, y- get, out get out your feelings.
0: Get at your feelings. Go ahead. I'm not I'm not feeling.
4: <laughs> I just don't, I don't have to repeat what I'm not to say. Go um, on. if I, if you are running for anything mm-hmm. or prominence, the point I'm making is that it makes sense that you're going to cut loose controversial people. That could prevent you from doing that. Did Trump do that? Did he have to do that? Well, Trump is a fucking idiot,
0: I, I, right? But the point is, he didn't have to worry about what they was gonna say, did he? He and didn't. It other, wasn't right
4: the, now, what are you talking and
1: about? And the other part of it is, is that Obama sat in his church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday for uh-huh. decades. And right. then when he was like, oh, I'm going for president, oh, I'm going to disavow. I'm like, how are you going to disavow something you've been on cold with for a couple of decades? So, yeah, he looks like a sucker. Well, yeah, one, I, 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 one I, thing, <laughs> it's one thing for David Duke to say, I endorse Donald Trump. It's a whole other for uh, someone who got married by, been up in his church for decades, said, oh, no, I don't support any of that. I'm
4: done. Yeah. So is it, let me ask you. So, as the person who you know raised and grew up in the hood right mm-hmm. and he makes it big and he gets contracts and then his his, his old crew wants to come and uh kind of his old crew shade at him and he cuts them loose is he a sucker too uh
1: now q you said his old q his old crew which is which, which one is his old crew or is his current crew because when it was Obama, it was his current crew until Other people didn't like what his current crew had to say.
4: I don't. You're saying that when he was running for president, he was still going to that church.
1: Yes, he was. And when he ran for state, when he ran for senator of U.S. senator, he was with that church. When When he he ran for for State state senator, he was in that church.
4: When he ran for president, was he in that church? Yes. You know that for a fact.
1: Do you know it not for a fact?
4: No, I don't. That's why I'm asking you. Okay, you just then. said yes, yeah. and then I asked How you. How many times you know. do you want me to say yes? <laughs> it's
1: like, what do you want me to say?
4: Well, uh, I understand. I understand why he cut him loose. I, I do too. I, I guess and I, it I, I'm
0: not mad at, at him. him. I, I, he, like he's said, under white supremacy. He's got to cut them loose. <laughs> they cut him
1: loose. Disloyal <laughs> shit that absolutely was sucker. Disloyal shit. It's like you keep the same energy. Uh, on the local stage As on the national
4: stage That's why That's why we just Keep ourselves down Oh you You yep. need talk About
0: cutting it loose No oh, it's not about Keeping yourself well, down It's, it's he, to- he had to do What he had to do Because of white supremacy Let's be clear He'd have been You would have said He would have been a fool To keep His association Because If he did keep it He'd be risking The wrath Of the dominant society Right he has to do that because that's the reality of our world. Donald Trump, he don't have to do that because they're not going to. It's not fair. Right. The system is not fair. They ain't going to pull. They're not going to pull it, Donald, Colt, Donald Trump down. If he says some crazy shit or he's associated, he's associated with white supremacists, the right. people that, that, that are killing people. But he just uses cold words. He ain't just he ain't cutting himself off from shit. Because well, he don't have to. He's got enough juice. It's the, same, it's the same rationale, in my opinion, why Pence, why this motherfucker can threaten your life, your family, had these niggas like they was going to hang you. <coughs> but the same way Pence is scared, the same way Trump had, It's not fair that they was going to kill him like that. But well, you man, gonna, you're going to do, you're going to go along with what we say. Because if you don't, we'll take you out. So he's going to back, he's not going to uh, discredit himself away from Trump. But I just want I want to back up. Go ahead. Trump, Trump is got, uh,
4: he got, he lost the election. Right. He was impeached a second time. Mm-hmm. He's losing contracts all over the place. I'm suggesting that his actions, he is paying
0: a price. Right. But why don't the rest of the Republicans cutting him off?
4: Because they are uh, either white supremacists or they are uh, so only have their self interest in mind. What right, you know what but, I'm but,
0: but but what I'm saying is they don't have to deal with that. They know that the system protects them. But if they, it was but the other way around, wow! And it was Trump, uh Obama. Those Democrats would be locked, stock, and barrel cutting his black ass off, and you
4: know. I guess that. I don't understand what you're saying, Mike, because those people. Who are supporting Trump, they are getting taking hits too.
0: Yeah, they're taking hits, but they're on code. They don't have to bow down. That's what I'm saying. That's the difference, though. Well, ten, of them, ten of them down. can vote know. for impeachment, but the rest of them, yeah. uh, <laughs> why? So they ain't going to take us out. Why do we, gotta, we ain't got to bow down to nothing. I'm sorry, I need to interject interject real quick.
1: On February 10th, 2007, Barack Obama announced his candidacy for president. On June 1st, 2008, a full year and a half after he was candidate Obama, he left Jeremiah Wright's church.
4: So yes. You still still started on that. Okay, good. Okay, you won one. Good. (laughs) Let's move forward. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, you know, that's great
0: You don't want to give him his L seem like it is. It is shit <laughs> <laughs> You a cold You a
4: cold beast man. What I'm saying is Obama, if he hadn't cut Jeremiah Wright, he would have Taken some hits too, just like these For people sure. Who haven't cut Humphrey are taking hits What's the difference?
0: Well, the difference is they're not taking They can take the hits Obama can't take the hit his hit it would they would probably somehow he'd have been done they they they're gonna still be republican they're not disassociating shit
4: well they some of them are being some of them people are writing
0: sure. petitions
4: to get them out of office sure. like they
0: lose their do they vote by you, petition or do they don't vote by vote people are about by uh, vote you lose a, do you you lose a, your election because of a petition or because you got voted out
4: well big sexy is the attorney but my understanding is if you get a if you get a number of put a, a certain number of signatures on a petition you can then lobby for a runoff election and okay. make
2: a you. right is that right big sexy during your term yes no your term is your term unless now
4: What happened with the child molester down
2: in um i was about to address that okay in alabama was it alabama what child molester are we talking about jeff session
1: was cute jeff session was the senator in alabama he became the attorney general thus they had they put in a temporary senator and then his uh tenure was up and they had a new election
4: well i'm talking about Is that the guy who was the... Roy Jones, is that his
2: name? Yes. Yes.
0: You still on that,
2: Q? (laughs) 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 Now, when you talk about recalling someone, you can recall a judge, which I thought you were going to go to, Q. You know, the the judge who gave that Stanford rapist pervert a bullshit uh, sentence. They recalled him in the middle of his uh, term or tenure by petition and they got enough signatures, got him out of there. Yeah.
0: And and just Uh, let me throw to Yeah. Just I mean it's the same way like and again, I'm not mad at Obama for what he did. I understand why he had to do it.
2: But (laughs) it's the same it's the
0: same way that uh, Trump is like, I'm gonna give a fuck about no impeachment. I'm not changing shit. And you ain't gonna change shit. Whereas he can have that stance. Obama would have never had that stance because they would have figured out some way to, I, again, the Democrats would have been locked, stock, and barrel. He's out of here. They would have turned on him. And so that's what I'm saying. It's, I understand, yeah, if Obama was in the situations he's in, like if it was Black Lives Matter and, it was for, and somehow they would have, man, Obama was doing a speech and he got them blacks riled up, and then they went in there and killed, the five people got killed, he be out of office. Whereas Trump, and, and that would have been with Obama, probably been, he would have quit office. <laughs> but Trump, I'm saying the difference is Trump would be like, oh, they got killed. First of all, I ain't going to say shit. And second of all, it wasn't me. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with it. Now what?
4: Why you sound like why you sound like Rallo all of a sudden? You sound like who? <laughs> Rollo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, he'd have been defiant as he is because that's how they get down. They ain't gonna, they're not gonna bow down. They ain't gonna get punked. I,
4: all I'm just saying just is that, that I, and
0: Obama, he didn't even say this man was just on a pulpit talking. And he had I got to do that. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> that ain't even no real, real shit. But it was enough real to him. He didn't understand the reality of my career be over. I can't stand next to that nigga. <laughs> Versus somebody who they get killing people and even killing his, threatening to kill his own administration people. His vice president. He was like, sorry, it wasn't me. Nah. Appeachment <laughs> uh, Do your best. See who stands in line with white supremacy and who don't. So, yeah, of course Obama had to make his moves, man. He, he live in the same country we do. I understand it. <laughs> ain't, ain't mad at it. Just call, I'm, just, I'm keeping it above. But we all have to do that. Just like you said, you was in the courtroom. Oh, that's big sexy. Hey, my nigga, big sexy. Yo, nigga. <laughs> I don't know these Negroes. I don't <laughs> Plaintiff, can you excuse these people out of here? <laughs> yeah, you know,
4: I, you know, I'm, that's how I behave in public.
0: <laughs> in public. See him at the Michelin restaurant. <laughs> hey, big sex! You think I can get some, your chicken wing? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do, do I know you, peasant? <laughs> well, big sex. How much would you, to give, me. <laughs> you to
4: give me for a teaspoon of that? <clears> Hold <throat> on.
0: Hey, Mark, I man, you, you got to check, check out the cornbread, man. It's cold in the motherfucking, Ooh. man. I'll holler at you. And do you know that guy, Mark? Uh, not at all. a peasant.
2: Huh. I'm just fucking with you, Mark. What did Morris say in uh, chili sauce? I'll have to buy the whole restaurant and fire that there man. You go. No.
0: <laughs> I wish those people would just pull themselves up by the bootstraps. I mean, just. <laughs> Here you go. We get off of this thing, man. Before we turn into some Corey Holcomb versus Zoe or something. You held up the watch and said, Look, I got it. Today. What was that? That's
1: horrible. I said, That was horrible what Corey did to that uh, man. Uh, what did he do you to do the guy? What, what happened? He deballed him, in my opinion. Oh, <laughs> oh. What are we talking about?
2: Whoa. What are we talking about? <laughs>
1: Essentially, he said you didn't have that same energy uh, with me that you had with Aerie Spears because you know I'll beat your ass. I just was like, "Come on, Zoe, where's your manhood at? Come on, man." We're
0: we're talking about this. Is a show called Fifty One Fifty Podcast with uh, Corey. God, what's Corey? Corey Holcomb? Yeah, Graham Comic, and his co-host Zoe Williams. Shout out to Zo. They they got in they they kind of did what we've done in the past where the the hosts and the co hosts they going in on each other get serious kind of they went low blow though they went on a different it was no, it,
1: I, no Corey went low blow yeah I don't Corey think he, he, yeah, Corey, went,
0: Corey went he showed himself out I think Corey actually played himself <laughs>
1: talking about he owed him money you said you was gonna pay me back I said I didn't even want it talking about uh, you <laughs> oh, know well, I don't it's be it.
0: laying up under no beach and then, <laughs> Yo, whoa, <wow>. yeah. whoa.
1: <laughs> Whoa! Who that one right about? there was like, whoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and honestly, I was kind of looking at Zoe sideways, like, "Damn, I understand Corey's
0: your man, but he's just like humiliating you." Well, I, I will say this: Zoe had a he he did his show the day after or something, right. and I watched the whole thing. I normally would never watch them. one of the best podcasts type rant speeches I've heard in a long time made me think about my life uh I I mean that dude is a very intelligent smart brother and the way he went in and broke that down from his viewpoint I had to commend him I I watched the whole I I thought I was just like wow he is spitting and he's saying some real shit um Q you gotta go Q we're, we're, we're getting out of here um Well, Q, thank you, sir. Thanks for coming in and chopping it up. Say it again? All right. All right, man. I appreciate you jumping on. I know you're out of town and stuff, so I appreciate it. All right, Um, But anyway, yeah, so shout out to Zoe Williams. It's on 4. I hope hope they can somehow get that together because they've been together for over 10 years, been doing that show. Mm -hmm. And I've been following them since the foxhole days, Jamie Fox. (laughs) Um but anyway, let's get up out of here, man. This has gone a lot longer than I thought. But it was fun. Uh Ampu, where can they find you online? Find me on Twitter and Instagram and I'll be in these
1: clubhouse rooms. Hey uh Mark. Oh yeah. Mark, if you want the Clubhouse invite, I got three more. <laughs> maybe matter of fact you probably should be up in there getting you some new clients because some of them just be snitching on themselves <laughs> matter of fact i can see right now the big sexy clubhouse rule shut your damn mouth <laughs> uh, that, learn that game about how to beat your drug uh offense or something but yeah i'll be up at these clubhouse uh most of these are stocks, but this week they had a couple of good ones with Little Mama and... Uh, Little this Mama. Oh, you don't remember Little Mama? I, I know. It was, yeah, that was a good one. Huh? Uh, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually got into a video game chat, so yeah. Okay Fun times. Right. I'm not mad
2: at it. Uh, Big Sexy, where can they find you? Wow. <laughs> Twitter. WSC Mark. Facebook. Mark Wiggins, Instagram, Mark Wiggins, two. All right, ladies
0: and gentlemen, we have now come to the payoff. We appreciate you sticking with us, and hopefully this brought you some enjoyment. PodcastJuice.net, Michael Dean, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.